Hi, I'm JT from Hawthorne Heights, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 145 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Atura. Not even a migraine can keep me away. 145 episodes. We're five episodes away from 150. That's I, insane. I to almost me. don't believe it. Even though technically we are over 150. We're over 175. But, but yeah. We are but for with just our, regular episodes. With our bonus episodes and interviews and stuff, we are well over 175. We're actually right about 180. Uh, but in main series continuity of the show, yeah. episode 145, I have sat across from Sam like, talking to these mics like 138 times, like <laughs> a lot of times, man. Like that's insane. I missed a few. Well, if you count the interviews, we're in the we're in the one like 160, yeah, easy, five easy. range, 165, 170 range. So like that's a lot of times Sam and I have sat across from each other to look at each other's ugly mugs. Like that's God bless us. If you're new to the <laughs> podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. Be sure to join the We Pod Squad by hitting that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, Stitcher, Castbox, wherever you get that audible goodness and make sure to leave us a rating review takes like two seconds to do it's completely free and it helps the show grow and remember we read them all on the air one star three star five star don't care Uh, we will read your review because it helps us grow regardless if you have good things to say if you have constructive criticism We'll read that uh, on the air and give you a shout for that. So we appreciate it. If you could do that, remember to go over to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. It's all one word. WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. It's got links to all of our social media, links to our store, links to our Patreon, links to all of our episodes, which you can now listen to embedded into the website, which is cool. Took three years. I, but... I thought you were going to say you can listen to embed. <laughs> uh, you can also get links to the, the uh, MRC tech presents yes, the last podcast and the ion ryan show uh right on the website as well so again go to we podcast we know things.com we encourage you to send us an email we want to get these email questions rolling it's we podcast and we know things at gmail.com we podcast we know things at gmail.com send us an email doesn't matter what it says or just dm us on instagram that's, if that's easier for you we got you. whatever you want to do we don't care but we want to read your questions on the air so feel free. And remember, if you're a patron at the $5 and up tier, you can send us an audio or video question that we will play on the show and then answer it live. So your audio will be heard around the world, and then we'll go ahead and answer that question. That's for our patrons at the $5 and up tier. We want to thank Mike over at the Weeby Geeks Podcast Network. Without him, all things are possible. Or with him, all things are possible. Shout out to our Weeds Pod Squad brethren. Uh, again, MRC Tech presents the last podcast everywhere you need to go for your Star Wars news. Tune in every other Tuesday to hear Sean at MRC Tech break it down. And then the Ion Ryan show on the alternating Tuesday break down his world of pop culture, toys, wrestling, and all things cool. Uh, and it's an awesome show. And the, what's the breakdown? The The three? The three count. The three count. That's it. I, I do like that, yeah. that segment. So bring that back, it's brother. A, it's a great segment. Good episode with Damian Check, who has been on our podcast a few times. Uh, so good stuff there for the latest episode of the Iron Ryan Show. Um, Sean just dropped episode five, part one. You can find part two over at his feed. And then Ion Ryan will be back this Tuesday with his fifth or sixth episode. I think Sean went first. 
So I think it'll be five for Ion Ryan as well. Uh, we are uh, thinking about in five weeks here, five episodes, getting together the masses for episode 150 and doing a giant crossover. So more to come on that. I love that it's a crossover. We're looking forward to it. Uh, but next week will be our third birthday. We will turn three years old a week from, well, it, technically it's yesterday, but... If so, if so, facto. And, and I won't even be in the state of Pennsylvania. You won't even be on the East Coast. No. You will be in the middle of jibbity fuck. Alabama. Out there in Alabama, where Sam doesn't even get internet to listen to the show. So uh, I, I think the hotel is Wi-Fi. I hope. <laughs> I have a couple of outstanding invites to some people to join me on the pod. Uh, hopefully one brand new guest who's never been on the show before. Uh, we've been talking about it for roughly two years of getting him on the show. Um, so I just do that. Just started talking. This is fairly new. This is why. Yeah, fairly new. We couldn't work anything out in the past two yeah. years. So, yeah. and it can, it's looking like it's going to continue that way. If he lo- <laughs> if he wins his softball game tonight, he's Piss. not going to be on the show next week. Why don't you find something out? No, no, no. I was like, uh, I you, it was very conveniently timed. Uh, so we have trivia tonight. Uh, by the way, huge San Diego Comic Con show breakdown. This is all we know. It's going to be a long episode tonight. We're going to start with trivia. We're going to go into the movies. We're going to keep it the agenda the same way. We're not going to lump everything like in E3 where we kind of just do its own thing and then go through the rest of the show. Because Comic-Con can range the gamut of topics, we decided to keep the show in its same structure, but all the news that dropped during Comic-Con, we have for you. Uh, We'll start that in the movies where our top three is as well. We have a ton of stuff in the TV section, like a butt-ton of stuff. Uh, A short gaming section, which Sam will take over at that point, including the NPD, which is always a good time. Bunch of reviews to get through as well. A uh, couple of things in, in music, uh, and then one, two other stories. One wrestling, one toys-related, our picks of the week, and we will get out of here. So let's start with trivia. It is 2-2, two to two, win by 2, first to 11. In what year was the first San Diego Comic-Con? The first year it was known as the Golden State Comic Book Convention. You asked me this one before. I think I did, too, and you I was did. like, dude, I, I was... I had a migraine all day, and I was like, I, I'm asking it. I don't remember, because <laughs> it was a while ago. I'm going to say 1964. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. 1970. Yeah. It's funny, because my answer is I had 62 and 67, so. Yeah, you asked me that one before. Damn it. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I still didn't get it right, so. So it's a good question. That's fair. The first time we've had a n- confirmed overlapped question in 145 episodes. I'd say that's pretty good. I'll take it. Because we come up with trivia every week, and sometimes it's a little bit difficult I was San Diego Comic Con. I was, I was fishing. Uh, you asked me last San Diego Comic Con. So, so you had one year to remember. It's, it's 1970. All right. I also have Comic Con trivia. Oh, no. It's a little different than yours. What was the first year that San Diego Comic-Con was known as the gold... I'm just kidding. I was like, perfect, I got one. Uh, what is the capacity of Hall H? Oh, I have no fucking idea. I, I have no idea. I have to hear the answers, I don't know. All right. I, I won't count it. What's, like, your inclination? Dude. I, just get the right number. I just want to see how close you are to my answer. 80,000. Okay. Uh, A, 4,200. <laughs> B five thousand, C sixty five hundred, or D eight thousand. So forty two, five thousand, sixty five hundred, or eight thousand. Go with your gut or go with the guess. Eighty thousand. There's eight thousand right there for you. Just knock off a zero and you're right there. 
80 fucking thousand. It was an amphitheater of I should, dude, I was goddamn like, how, I was like, they, It's a I, yo, I don't know what a hell H looks like. I figured they crammed it. I should go 4,200. Uh, incorrect. 6,500. But... I never had a shot. My other guess was 5,000. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. 80,000. I'm thinking WrestleMania. I've never seen 86,000 or something. At a Hall H in San Diego? What the fuck? <laughs> the Silver Dome held 93. But no, any- it could have been there. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so 6,500 in Hall H. Uh, rabid Marvel fans got to see Marvel on stage presenting Phase 4. We'll get to it in just a second. We have a couple of reviews to read first. The first one is Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Now, this film is not out yet, and it won't be out for a little bit. Uh, so it's like an advanced screening review, which is pretty neat, uh, all things considered. So let me pull it up because there are so many gosh darn uh, reviews this week. Another awesome animated effort from DC and Warner Brothers, Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans, is a super fun film perfectly primed to debut at San Diego Comic-Con. Filled with classic characters and fan, uh, fan-satisfying fun, this chaotic cartoon crossover is sure to delight even the crankiest Teen Titans fans and the cheekiest Teen Titans Go diehards. Basically, no matter where you're entering this arena from, you'll have a titanic good time as you join these two teams on a multiverse-hopping journey through time, space, and Santa. 8.8. 8. 8. 8.5. I was going to be goddamn it. You kept praising us at 8.5. I prayed to give a point three bump. That's a good one. I'm, I'm going to have to say it. You did good. Because it's the original Teen Titans, what I love. And I think I still even, I can't even want to see the Teen Titans Go original movie just because I heard it was really good. The Teen even Titans the people, Go to the movies one? Yeah, even people that hated Go, they said that the movie was pretty good. Yeah, uh, we have people that rave about it to us that are yeah. like, you. I, I, eventually, it. it's just not on my list. I'm more worried about the next one Batman Hush. Oh, but before you go, before you, could, before you go, Alex, I get a random text a couple days ago. It just says, it's a masterpiece. I said, what? What is it? He goes, Batman Hush, phenomenal. I said, okay, all right, well, the comic is a masterpiece, so I'm glad to hear that the movie was good, so let's see what the review is. And again, all our reviews are, unless it's like our review, all of our reviews are courtesy of IGN. Batman Hush falls victim to the uh, same flaws as most of the DC Universe movies when it comes to the generic animation and voice work. That's one thing I heard. But... In terms of story, this is one of the more engaging animated DC movies to come come along in a while. It's surprisingly faithful to the source material, even as it crams a widening narrative and a large ensemble cast into a tight 80-minute movie. The final act even manages to improve on the source material, trimming many of the comic's unnecessary plot twists, and arriving at a more satisfying and conclusive ending. 8-5. Seven eight. I was gonna say. Oh, no, I was gonna. What? That's gonna be an eight eight now. <laughs> you messed it. Seven, I, that's what. That's the one gripe I did hear by someone else. I think it was on some Facebook group. But they said like again, their animation. It feels like they're going a little cheap on it. They they do like what at least one to two movies a year though, right? They do like been like three between two to four. They they've been up in it. So, so maybe they probably went down a little bit in quality a little bit. Sacrifice a yeah. little quantity or quality for some quantity. You push a lot more. But units. hey, I'll take a seven eight. That's solid. Hush is, is one of the, the art by Jim Lee. Is I remember gorgeous. you. I remember yeah, you that was gushing about Hush. It's yeah. Jim Lee's art is absolutely fantastic. I, I I can't wait to watch it. Day one buy. Day one pre order. It's soon too, isn't it? It's like in the next couple weeks. Yeah, I mean it's already out digitally, so I think it's next week. I want to say August 6th. Yeah, so I think it's that. I mean, once it's like a week before, I'm going to order it. Just because I want it the day it comes. Yeah. Uh, It's, listen, we've been waiting on this news since 
Infinity War almost did it. Yeah. Uh, Avengers Endgame has officially passed Avatar as the top grossing film in the history of cinema. And it, I, I think it's really no surprise. Like, I think we said at the beginning, it's the only movie in the foreseeable future that had a shot at beating Avatar. But it's because of the re-release. Yeah, but Avatar had Avatar a re-release. Was, Avatar was in theaters for a fucking hour. So it had, so. But it had, it had a re-release, yep. and then it had, like, an extra three months in theaters. So if anything, Craig... Avengers deserve it. They yeah. were shorter time. They did it way faster. Only one release, or sec- technically two releases. They had a whole 15 seconds of the Hulk. But hey, congratulations! It's God. Not, it's not going to cross the three billion, but mm-hmm. which we at one point thought a Star Wars movie in this new trilogy could do, and then once Episode Seven didn't, and you're like, shit. Like the first one always has the best chance. In that, in like a trilogy, because that's the one everybody's going to flock to see, and it's going to just fall off. The I mean, you got to like think the, the last one has a lot to make up for. So it now the last one's like, uh oh. I I don't think it comes close. You don't think JJ can do it? I don't think you don't got close. the juice. I would bet that nine does not outgrow seven. I could do a dollar on that if you'll do a dollar. No, on let's that. do a dollar on that. Right, we'll do a dollar okay. on that. We'll one. forget it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go back and listen to this a year from now and be like, oh shit, Sam I have saved a dollar. <laughs> But hey, that, that's freaking awesome, hey. So it, it, I kind of feel bad for James Cameron. He was the king forever. Now he's two and three. Yeah, today. well, if you didn't take 14 years to make your sequels and then film them all at once and release now, now 11 if, more. Now, what if Avatar 2 comes out and it makes over $3 billion? There's no way with the with – the, not negativity around that. With the friggin' – what's the word I'm looking for? Like everybody's Pirating. just everybody's just like – they don't want to go out. <laughs> They're so apathetic to the franchise hey, now. Yeah. It's just like, man, it's Avatar. Like it was so revolutionary then. In my opinion, it was never revolutionary, but to some folks, I mean, hey, I, millions I seen of it. folks. I, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, best movie ever. But I enjoyed it. I thought it, it was it was a decent film. Did it? Did I think it was gonna make 2.7 billion? Hell no. What is the actor that is in both movies? Actress. And what? In both the top two grossing movies of all time. Actress? Mm-hmm. Was what? was the was the lead in it? What what actress is in the top? I can't two? Think of her Listen, name. there is somebody <laughs> that is in both films. With Kate Winslet? Nope. You have to think it's not Sigourney Weaver. No. Sigourney Weaver wasn't in Endgame. Oh wait, wait, you're talking about in Endgame and Titanic? No, in the top two grossing films of all time, Avatar and Endgame. There is a link there. It is pretty cool that Zoe Zeldana, who was the main Navi chick. Yeah. And was Gamora? Oh shit! Yeah, she's they're in not. the top two grossing yeah, movies of all time. That is, she's how a great insane company. is that? And she's not like a well-known actress before well, that. Yeah, yeah, before so, that. So like now it's, she's it's pretty insane. She's a household name now. Yeah, and they're what they were like ten years apart. So that's pretty insane that she's in both of those. As movies. long as she's getting royalty checks. <laughs> how many people can say that they're in the top two grossing films of all time? That's that's yeah. that's, that's just really neat. You're on, a, you're on a short list. So congratulations to Endgame. And congratulations to Spider-Man Far From Home. It has crossed one billion dollars globally. The, very, the first Spider-Man movie to do it. Yep, and I think it's deserved because I think Far From Home got it back on, or I'm sorry, Homecoming got the franchise back on track, welcoming it into the MCU yeah. officially. Uh, and now it kind of builds upon that, and it builds upon the Endgame hype too. Yeah. Like it rode some well, success the, from Endgame. That and just Mysterio looked like fantastic. That was the one thing I heard. It was Jake Gyllenhaal was like he was the best part of the film, which I agree with. I still haven't seen it, and I don't think I'm going to be able to see it in theaters, so I'm going to have to wait. I will say, for some godforsaken reason, I waited on Homecoming and saw it on Blu-ray, and did not get any spoilers. I saw it. For, I stayed away from spoilers for three months on that movie. Don't know how, with a podcast, 
Couldn't tell you. Um, still on the same train for this one. I'll probably just wait at this point. I just don't get to go yeah, to the movies at, anymore. At this point, you might as well. It's going to probably be out next month. I don't get to go to the movies anymore. So it's like, all right. And now we're in the middle oh, of buying man, a house. So you're not so. going to miss Hobbs and Shaw. God forbid. <laughs> I'm going to miss Dora on August 9. God damn. Uh, but there was a ton of stuff announced at Hall H for Marvel's uh, Phase 4 announcement. Now, they had lumped in the TV stuff for Disney Plus with the movies. Yeah. So, so are we. Yes, we're in the movie section, but we're going to announce it. Except and they, they missed a golden opportunity. A golden opportunity. You left one blocks blank on Instagram, and that is bothering me because of my like obsessive compulsiveness. Yeah. Why couldn't you just have one more announcement? Maybe just it's like fill the box. maybe that's Moon Knight. You ever see? Know. You ever see like the Instagram thing where they post a bunch of photos and it makes one yeah, bigger photo? Yeah. That's what I was. That's what that's, I'm getting yeah. at. People in the world, they announced one, two, three, one, two, three, four, eleven different things at Comic Con. If they announced one more, it could have made a perfect square. But now I have to. I colored that in. Yeah. <laughs> because it was it was a picture of Sebastian Stan on their Instagram that I colored in black. Just I don't to, need to see the Winter Soldier. Yeah, just to like. Do that, but we have all the announcements from Comic Con. When we go through the films, we'll try to remember all the new things that were talked about, like a Natalie Portman uh, announcement or when the films take place. Yeah. Uh, but we'll start off with the Eternals. The Eternals was finally officially unveiled. We know it's got Hopper. We know it's got yeah. Eleven. Yeah. We know it's got Angelina Jolie. This is a stat, and I believe one more uh, veteran actress that I cannot remember of right now. From who? For the Eternals, one more. She's a veteran actress. She's older. She's been in film forever. I can't remember who it is. You said Julie. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, stacked cast. Uh, I we were talking before the show, and I and you said, well, you know, Phase Four. Uh, you know, so I'll just kick it to you. What What are your thoughts overall on on Phase Four? I mean, the list was okay. There was nothing that had me like, oh my god, I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just like I feel like these were films that we knew were coming. Every one of them, almost. You, you know, the, actually every one. You of know, them. the 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 biggest surprise was probably Natalie Portman coming back. That they were going to follow Jason Aaron's run. That was probably the biggest surprise. Yeah, and we'll get to that when we hit the Thor stuff. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, and and that reaction that you gave me right there. That's what I want to tie back to the Eternals because I said, well, you know what? I feel practically the exact same way because we knew everything except for the names yeah. of the films. Like we knew Thor 4, but we didn't know the name of it. And that's um, – by the way, this is where our top three is going to be. At the end of our movie section, we'll give our top three announcements from Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con 2019. But the Eternals has me hyped. Yeah, I loved – as you know, I'm, I'm gushing over Stranger Things 3 um, and just Stranger Things in general. Uh, now we have – half that freaking cast in this damn movie the return of angelina jolie uh in a big way she's kind of been absent rob stark's coming back john jonathan madden i think is not no no no, no, john Madden. Madden. that's the football richard madden richard madden thank you um except for maleficent jolie's kind of been out of the game a little bit she's sticking in the disney realm i wish he'd make a salt sequel like i'm still waiting for that i fucking love salt (laughs) what about that movie where the bullet turns yeah, I wanted that. She died. That's it. She wanted. died. Oh, did she? Yeah. No shit. Spoilers I'll say, for I'll that save, movie. save you two hours. <laughs> Got you. Uh, so we have the Eternals. Then they came out with, you know, the well, official. Okay. And I was say, the, the Eternals, the only thing that really got me hyped is like, okay, that's awesome. Jack Kirby's creation is coming to life. Because that's when he kind of came back from, he he left Marvel, did his little four-year stint at DC, came back to, to Marvel, basically do whatever the hell he wanted, and he did Eternals. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they, what they do with it, because... You know, we don't really know too much. They only announced the cast. I don't even think they announced like everyone who's playing 
So it'll be right. interesting to see what happens. They had some of the cast out there. Yeah. Like on the on the stage. Um yeah, Matt and Jolie. Yeah, yeah, Matt and Jolie. I'm trying to go through like really quick while you're talking some Oh, you know what? Um Eternals is November sixth, twenty twenty. Uh, they do have some casting. Angelina Jolie is Thena. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek okay. is Ajak. Richard Madden is Akaris. Lauren. And he's, Rid- the, he's the lead. Yeah. yeah. Lauren Ridloff is Makari. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos and many others. Um, Jolie like- added that we all read the script. We knew what the task ahead, and we all and we all know what you deserve. Um, then they had Falcon and Winter Soldier set to release in fall 2020. On stage, they had Anthony Mackie, who held up the Captain America shield and talked about what's next for Falcon to quote, I'd like to explore Falcon as a character. What kind of man is this man? We'll find out. No yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like, it's like great, great, <laughs> great. I mean, hey, we already heard that he was fitted for his new suit. So, I mean, hey, it was it was our most hyped show that's coming yes. out in, in for, for Disney. For both of us, too, in our top yeah. three Disney Plus shows. I mean, originals. that's because of the Winter Soldier. But, yeah. I mean, it's 100% because of the Winter Soldier. But I am interested. Are we going to mention that the villain? Go ahead. Uh, was, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Brule. Mm-hmm. He's going to be back as uh, the purple mask guy. We never got to see him in mask, but he's actually going to be in costume as I cannot think of his name. Oh, I forget. I'm okay. Well, you, I'll you say look purple? Up. Yeah, it's, it's a purple mask. Gengar? Yeah, yeah that's it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, I'll keep going and you just jump back yeah, I'll in. I'll jump in because I'll be here. Uh, we had Shang-Chi officially unveiled for the first time and it got the name of the film Shang-Chi Baron Zemo thank you Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has been announced with a specific release date of February 12th 2021 perfect Valentine's Day flick for you and your chick is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Kevin Feige told the crowd that the Mandarin is in this film. So we're getting the legitimate Mandarin. What are your thoughts? Uh, about time. Uh, we should have gotten the original one. That's where Iron Man 3 could, should have been legitimately completely rewritten and actually have the real one. Uh, Tony Leung, I believe, or Luang. Yeah, I, I don't know the actor, but it, it's they said it's the real one. Great, because we need it. You need to make... I mean, hey, I love Sir Ben Kingsley, just not in that goddamn role. You don't. You don't want. You, that we movie. all know. We all what know. What if the movie starts? Iron Man 3. If the movie starts with Sir Ben Kingsley's character getting shot like, in the get, head by like, the real man, get, like, which, which should, which I think should happen. Like he's like bathing or something like that, and then the Mandarin comes in and like stabs him or fucking something like that. To me, that I would be like after that, I may like Iron Man three a smidge more, <laughs> knowing that he. It may done. still stay on the bottom level, but it gets a bump for me. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, a Ten Rings logo was shown in Ant Man. Which Feige alluded that fans probably missed the tease. Oh, the original Ant-Man. That's cool. Next was WandaVision. That was announced for spring 2021 on Disney+. Plus. So a little bit longer of a wait, which is okay because Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be there, I believe, at launch or just right now. We're going to get more Wanda. So we're cool. I like Wanda. Vision is like Ant to me. Said the show itself is strange with Elizabeth Olsen. Adding, quote, we're going to get weird. We're going to get very deep. It's like you've already been very weird. <laughs> so, this show is taking place after Endgame, which is weird because of Vision. He's you know, dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah. And uh, other characters will show up. So, um, and Kevin Feige kept saying the word strange, so the people are saying that Doctor Strange is going to show up. Well, considering she's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. Right. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> and he has the time stone... So maybe he brings or back Vision, or, or does he, yeah. At least before all this shit, yeah. he had the Times, and he was the keeper of the Times. Yeah. So maybe he gets it back, and 
they go back in time and, you know, they bring Vision back to life and then bring him to the future or something. But you know what's crazy thinking about all this is Kevin Feige having overseeing all of these films, right? Now he's in a different world. You got to write an 8 to 12 episode TV arc. It's a different animal yeah, than writing an hour. Again, because he said it's going to tie in with the movies and to kind of plan. I, I think that's kind of why he really only announced um, phase four yeah. rather than five. So he's got to juggle these right. pieces to catch up before he jumps the gun and hits yeah. five. And he knows what five already looks like. Oh, he already said, he goes, yeah. I could tell you guys, we know the next 10 years. Yeah. He said, we just hit you. We hit you with 11 things. We're like, that's good. And I think that's smart. I'd rather hit us with that. Obviously, we'll touch when he teased that at the end. Yeah, don't look too forward to yeah. the to – the, because then you're going to miss the shit that comes, right? Yeah, if you exactly. look too forward to the future, you're going to miss the present. Well, because Phase 5 is already going to be better than Phase 4. Yeah, well, with the new additions, <laughs> yeah, he definitely teased that. Um, definitely teased a couple franchises there. And then he didn't announce a couple films. So we know at least four. Yeah, because Moon Knight four to five. Moon Knight is perfect fit as Phase 5. All right, so. then we'll add Moon Knight. We'll make it six. We know six films in Phase 5. Uh, after that was The Loki Show. That is also spring 2021. Which we called that it was going to take place legitimately right after Endgame. Yep, and with this is going to connect him to Endgame, that series where he steals the Tesseract. Yep. We said that as soon as, when we did our spoiler cast, we said he steals that suitcase and that's how the yep. show is going to start. Is Wherever he ends up teleporting to is the so opening one scene. One for us and... 3,000 losses in our calls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to be that scene. This is what this series will tell you what happened to Loki right after that. Yeah. So I think that confirms our uh, assumption there or our prediction. Hiddleston joined Feige on stage and said to the crowd, you guys saw Avengers, right? He's still that guy. The last thing that happened to him was he got Hulk smashed, adding that it is one of the most exciting creative opportunities I think I've ever come across. This is a new territory, a new world. So again, it's... There is so much continuity that Kevin Feige has to stick to, man. I feel kind of bad for the guy. I mean, it just between sucks TV and film because Loki's death was like so awesome. So perfect. Like I, I almost wish that was it for him. I but, do wish it was it. But him. like Marvel does. But this is a different Loki. This is a different Loki. Yeah, he's still a villain. Right. He's not. He's so not. So this is villain good Loki. Back in time, that now travel to the future, that now traveling somewhere else. So the Loki we know is dead is still dead, but that's what Marvel can do with yeah. extra universes. They can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, so no, so no one's really dead. On May seventh, twenty twenty one, we got the yeah, announcement of Doctor Strange two, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I love that title, and that's with um, Scarlet Witch is going to be in that with, with Doctor Strange. Yeah, and to me, that's going to. I feel like after this film, this is going to introduce all the mythical, all the magical, all the weird stuff. Because that's what Doctor Strange brings. Because obviously right. with more announcements, you're going to have possibly, you know, if there's werewolves, if there's vampires, you know, Moon Knight. Like, this is what's, what's coming. <laughs> Scott Derrickson will be directing. And like you said, Elizabeth Olsen is coming back on stage saying, we haven't done that yet, but I think it might be done in the future. A.K.A. tying these two I guess franchises or these two projects together, yep. WandaVision and Doctor Strange. So definitely expect some crossover action between the Disney Plus show WandaVision and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I, I just I can't get over how fun that title is. Yeah. Uh, and that makes me want to go see this movie because I'm going to see the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Mom, M-O-M. I love it. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. super cool. And Doctor Strange has grown on me. If Fat Thor didn't exist... Because, man, I just, I connect yeah. with him on so many levels. Yeah. Uh, they just, they, he they won said me they, over. They said the gag reel for the Avengers, when they yeah. said it, it's absolutely hilarious. So I, I, I've seen a couple of clips that were real funny. You, like the, the tease of, I think it was the end of Ultron, where it's like, Avengers! 
And then Evan's just like, ah. And then Black Widow's like, assemble! Like, it was pretty funny. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I would say, besides Fat Thor, no other character really grew on me like Doctor Strange. Because I didn't love his first movie the first go-around. Because uh, I didn't know him. I had no idea what yeah. Doctor Strange was all about. And then when Infinity War happened and Endgame, See, he, I just, he, just, he had I, a bonus for him. me because he had Rachel McAdams in it. And mm-hmm. that was the best thing they ever did was cast her in that movie. I, I do love Rachel McAdams in that movie. Yeah. And then I went back and I watched it after, in, in between Infinity War and Endgame. And I was just like, this is a new movie to me. Yeah, I mean, I the, the special it. effects were great. I mean, it, it, it was some trippy shit. Yeah, like, don't, yeah, don't have a couple beers before watching that movie. Yeah, you may throw up. Yeah. Uh, then we got uh, first Marvel's first animation called What If, coming summer 2021. Uh, this is a show that I had on my top three as my number three, I believe. Uh, yeah. A show I'm looking forward to because of the possibilities. Yeah. It's literally, it's What If. If you think back to that the Futurama episodes where they spun like the machine or whatever. And like they did different episodes based off of that. Like, uh, I think they did like three of them. Yeah. There was, there was like three mini. Yeah. Three mini episodes inside of it. The one was like the video games came to life and space invaders and shit like that were in the sky. Like it's kind of like that. You can do whatever you want. You can cross over whatever you want. You can make freaking the Hulk. Well, no, I think he actually is a doctor. You can, you that, can that, make, that he is. <laughs> <laughs> you can make Captain America a firefighter yeah. if you wanted to. So like, it's just a lot of possibility with that show, which I'm really excited about. Something Marvel Studios has never had the opportunity to do before. Uh, Feige said he also noted that a huge majority of the actors will be reprising their roles for it. So that's pretty neat as well. Yeah, because I, I would, it would be so out of place to have like you know if it was Iron Man or whoever. And not have like Robert Downey or for Black Widow or Scarlet. As long as yeah. you have the actual actor, actors, yeah. I'm okay. Then we got more news on the Hawkeye TV series, which was announced for fall 2021. So this is the farthest out announcement that we have so far from a Disney Plus perspective. So we can now see they're going to start it off with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Loki and WandaVision are going to get us through the spring and summer. Then we're going to hit it with the fall a year after launch with Hawkeye TV show, uh, which will star Jeremy Renner. Kate Bishop was also confirmed for the series, but her role is unknown. My question to you is, how big of a role will she have? Is it Hawkeye turning over the reins to her and the show becomes more about her? I, I think towards the end it will be kind of Maybe him the end training of season her. one? Or is it only for one season? Yeah, well, thing? I don't think it was ever announced if it was just like just yeah. a standalone or like a short miniseries or whatever. But I know that they're going to talk a little bit about, obviously, Hawkeye. There's going to be a little bit him more as Ronan. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's actually interesting. Yeah. How did you feel about the Ronan stuff in Endgame? Did I it feel forced to you? No. Because when I love, he was in Japan, I, I, I love Ronan. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of I get wish that you love Ronan. You love Justice League, and that movie sucked dick. So no, I, I wouldn't say I love Justice League. That's, that's You love Batman. I love the gargoyle scene in the beginning. <laughs> that like, was if, I do appreciate that that's, scene. That's Batman. That's, that was a, that was. If anyone scene. doesn't like that scene, then I don't think you know the comics. Yeah, but my I guess my point is just because you like Ronan doesn't mean you had to like the scene in the film. I, I did. I I actually it I, was a badass fight scene. I understood why he became Ronan. He lost yeah. his family, and yeah. he's I, I just like whoever's not all the bad guys are mine. Like oh, I love that line. So see, like I think of this as like episode one or two. He kind of starts to hand the reins over, and then he becomes that mentor for the rest of the show and the show really does start to focus in on her for however many episodes is left and he's more of just like the i think i think we're gonna get more backstory on her because i think yeah i think they can do that though in like flashbacks or some other way i mean it it could be that we're gonna get flashbacks but i know that a lot of people love ronan in avengers and a lot of people said that we just we wanted a little bit more of him so i think this is like okay you want a little bit more here you go 
This was arguably one of the bigger announcements and one we're probably going to spend a little bit more time on. Thor 4 was officially unveiled. It now has a title, Thor Love and Thunder, with Natalie Portman confirmed for her role of female Thor. Yeah, which I don't think I don't think anyone saw coming. That's really cool because we thought she was out of the films entirely. It, again, in, in Endgame, there was that little scene of her. We yep. know she showed up for the premiere because there was rumors that after Thor 2, she wasn't happy about exactly. her character. That's what I was trying to get at. So it's like they kind of mended it maybe in Endgame and kind of mm-hmm. said, this is what we see. What do you think? And I guess she said, you know what? I like where you're, I like where you're going. This movie is going to come out November 5th, 2021. Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, who I love. I love yeah. Tessa Thompson. They'll be in it as well. Now we're starting to build around that universe to yeah. me, right? Like Captain Captain America and Iron Man were the two main focuses of Marvel's, I guess, cinematic universe before Endgame. Now, who do you build around? You build around Thor. Yeah, I and think so, you have to. Or you start to, at least. And he's like your main building block. And this is great because we're getting the characters we want. We're getting a great return in female Thor. Now, she Natalie Portman wielded Mjolnir on stage yeah. there. So that was a pretty neat moment. But I don't know about female Thor. What do you know about her that you can tell? Well, I know that it's from Jason Aaron's comic book run. I think it was 2014 where um, uh, Jane Foster gets, I believe, cancer. And the only way she's kind of healed or keeping her alive is when she holds Molnir. Okay. So it kind of makes sense that she has Molnir and Thor have Stormbreaker. So they, yeah. it kind of it kind of works. And I, I so I, she can lift Molnir. Yeah. So she's, when was she's that worthy. established? When she got in cancer? Two, in 2014. I I, yeah. I I haven't read. I think I only read that comic once. I didn't even finish it. But I remember she held it. And every time she held it, you know, she she was kind of cured or healed at that moment. But yeah. without it, I know she still has cancer. Okay. So I mean, it's it's so interesting to see how they keep, do it in the MCU and how. And I'm interested to see how. Natalie Portman could fight side by side with Thor. I imagine that he's not going to be Fat Thor no more. I imagine he's going to get into shape. Oh, man, that sucks. Because you know, I, he, they saved the world again. So I, to me, it makes sense that he's going to get his get. You know, yeah, we well, saved the world as both Fat Thor. The and and, and I'm sure as much as we loved it, I'm sure it was a pain in the ass to film in like that like fat suit. That had to, that had to be rough. A, a boy can dream. Yeah, I, it was just so great. I am such a pro I mean, Fat Thor. I mean, guy. hey, we will always have that. You know. Three-hour movie of Fat Thor and of just yeah. of all that goodness, and maybe even Guardians Three. I know. I, I mean, know, again, well, that's I know. Then that's Phase Five, even uh-huh. though it was not mentioned. I don't think it was mentioned at all. No, James Gunn came out and said why. So we'll probably yeah. He said, um, "Guys, he, he but he said multiple hey, times. I want to focus I'm, on. I'm finished Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Once Suicide Squad done, I'm jumping right to Guardians Three. Just please have Thor in it, please. Yeah, and you know, please. to me, this is going to be another light-hearted Thor film, Love and Thunder. Right, that name alone. I'm going into it with an expectation of that Ragnarok yeah, style. Yeah, they always, and Taika Waititi will be back in the direct. Which is great. And I always like, it's like, yeah, like him and like, what happened to Jane Foster? Ah, we broke up. Like, something <laughs> like that. So it's interesting where, where they take it. Yeah, and I, I think the Thor films, again, name another film, you know, name another film series in this, in the MCU that went from so A to so B. Thor had a complete. 180. There was always a little bit of humor and a little bit yeah. of this and a little bit of that in the first two. Well, you could say movies. that. I know a lot of people didn't like the first more cat. Dry. Some people didn't like the first cat. I loved it. Though. I mean, I loved it too. But yeah, you know, Winter Soldier is still that is but, my favorite. But film. Cap was arguably the same character the whole time. True. But Thor flipped around, cut his hair, complete comedy yeah, act. Yeah. Total like. I mean, you could say a 180 would be Iron Man because one and two are great, and then three, it's like, oh fuck. 
Yeah, but I mean the character. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean the character like, himself. Yeah. But yeah, the Iron Man three was definitely a hiccup to, to some. I yeah. mean, some people love that movie. I, it made the most out of the, yeah. all Iron Man. Yeah. So. Uh, then we got Black Widow, the movie premiere date for May 1st, 2020. Uh, again, David Harbour will be Alexi, which is so ironic to me because there was an Alexi character yep. in Stranger Things. And who's also Russian. Russian. Wait, wait, so, hey, it's, it's, it's funny. David, uh, David Harbour. Uh, Florence Pugh will be Yelena who Florence Pugh was Paige in Fighting With My Family. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, Rachel Wise is Melina and O.T. Fagbani, Fagbani, Fagbani as Mason. Uh, they actually showed a little clip in Hall H. Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow can be heard saying, I used to have nothing, but then I got this job. Um, this movie is going to take place uh, after Captain America Civil War and yeah. before Infinity and War. So we're going to get a little bit of a prequel here. And also Taskmaster is confirmed. So that is the, that is the main villain for Black Widow. It's also going to take place in like Budapest, which yeah, I, they, well, it's about time they show. So that means Hawkeye better be in it because you you mentioned Budapest like three, dude, four different times. You, for and it's going to be Ronan Hawkeye. You think right? Like they're they're going to well, have know, Hawkeye well, in this well, film. Well, if they do, but in Budapest he wasn't Ronan. Budapest was before any of this. Wasn't wasn't Banner in Budapest in the original Avengers when she went to get him? It was in Budapest. I could have sworn uh, that that's the country, that third world country that. That uh, Banner was in when she went to like when she actually initially recruited him to be in the Avengers in 2012 movie. Yeah, I, I thought that was Budapest. I'm not sure. I'm, no, that, I, well, that, I don't. Be I might have been wrong. Mexico because Banner was hiding out. Yeah, that's why I thought it was like Budapest. Yeah. But regardless, um, going to take place not take place entirely in Budapest, but Budapest will be a setting, a prequel film. I again, this is where I'm going to look for like continuity errors or not even errors. I, I love looking for like those Easter eggs of. Okay, what what callbacks to Civil War were there? What foreshadowing into Infinity War is there? And you might say, well, Greg, you hated Rogue One because it was that in between this and this film. But I don't know shit about Black Widow, nor yeah. do I know yeah. do I have an imagination of how what her story is. When you see her for the first time in, in Avengers, when she's tied up to that chair, and it's the first time you see her in this movies, I never thought, well, thought eh, yeah. how'd she get there? You don't see her. You see her in like Iron Man Two yeah, or something she, like she that. Was, yeah, because she so, was a secretary in Iron Man. And so, like, I don't, I don't think to myself, well, how does she get there? I think to myself, cool, there she is. She's Scarlett Johansson. She's awesome. How's she she's going to get out? How's she going to get, she gonna get out? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, when I see this film, it's going to be cool. Like, I'd like to see how they connect some dots to to Infinity War because still Infinity War to me probably second favorite MCU film. Maybe I'm just throwing it up there, seeing if okay. it sticks. But then we had the big giant Ender. That I think we saw coming. I think we even uh, talked about it on the show before. But Kevin Feige said, oh, we got one more thing. Uh, Blade has been announced for the MCU surprising fans at the panel with uh, not Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I mean, hey, I understand. Uh, Mahershala uh, Ali from True Detective yeah, Season Mahershala Ali is going to take it. Um, it was yeah, actually Mahershala. funny. The... Um, the the right uh, Nick Paltier, the writer of, of True Detective, after uh, Mahershala was announced, he actually commented on Twitter like, "Ah, damn, Mahershala, I thought we were gonna do Moon Knight," and like, <laughs> dude, like no joke. And I was like, "Oh man, I, I knew I'd love True Detective for a reason." Yeah. I mean, hey, I'll always Wesley Snipes to me will, will always be great. He he was awesome as Blade. Yeah, I know he was an asshole in the filming of Blade Trinity because I heard the horror stories that were filming with him that he couldn't stand even Ryan Reynolds. He basically he just made his double do stand-ins like he just wouldn't go out. It, I heard it was just a horror story, but I'll always love Wesley. But hey, I, I trust Mahershala. You want to get a younger actor 
in there, so you can try to get maybe 10 years out of him being Blade. We and, now know, though, that this film is not going to be a part of Phase 4. This announcement, yeah. even though a part of the Phase 4 announcement, is for 5. Yeah, we, we're not going to get Blade till 2022, 2023, or at the absolute earliest. So Kevin Feige, at the end of this whole thing, hinted a couple things. Hinted at the X-Men, yeah. hinted at Fantastic Four, and even hinted that Fantastic Four would be coming first. And he said, he's like, yeah, we're out of time, but you know, I don't even have time to talk about our plans for... New mutant or about mutants or Fantastic Four. So it's hey, he just just gave us that. Just know that it's in the works. It's coming for Phase Five. So fans, just calm down. It's coming. A lot of awesome stuff for the Marvel Hall H. Again, though, we knew most. Yeah, of it, if yeah. not all of it. There was so. just there was just a, a few surprises. Yeah, the names and all that stuff. And we'll get to the. You know, I'm sure we'll both have some Marvel stuff in our top three. But there was more stuff that happened at Comic Con. So for the rest of the movie section, we're sprinkling in some Comic Con stuff. Not everything we talk about happened at Comic Con, but know that a lot of it did. Yeah. Uh, we did get um, some news about the Joker. We got some uh, some new photos. Yep. But we also got a confirmed runtime of just over two hours. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I'm not Is that su- overexposure. Is that- I mean, I'm not surprised. It's you know, seems like that's the new standard for these types of I mean, films. I, I, to be honest, I've always expected movies to be like, all right, two hours is the new standard. Yeah. Like, I I'm- think horror comedy, ninety minutes. Yeah. Drama somewhere between 90 and 120, and then 120 plus for that superhero action. Yeah, and, dude, if I could sit through a three-hour movie, if it was if Avengers, Titanic, uh, Lord of the Rings, like anything that was long, like... Sam I, sat through Titanic. I've seen them a bunch of times. I think I've only seen it tissues. like twice, maybe. Tissues. But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to see this film. I understand that it's not has it's not has nothing to do with the comics. It's right. legit their own take, which, okay... I'll take a new take on the Joker. It's a film I to- I said from the beginning that I never thought we needed, but I'm going to see it anyway. I actually think we need it more now that it is a brand new take. If it was just another thing from the comics that we could go read or see or seen before, it's like, okay, we just see a new guy in makeup. But at least they're trying to tell their own story. Now, that could backfire pretty hard. I mean, the only good... I think the, the best thing for it is it's just a super low-budget film. Yeah. It's, I, I love it, those. It, it's going to make its Dark, money. Dark, gritty, just practical. It's, I think it was 50 or $55 million. You're going to make your money. Just It's the Joker. People yeah. are going to see this film. And it's... And it's not some bullshit title. It's Joker. Yeah. You know exactly Plain what you're getting. Simple. You know exactly who the pro- not protagonist, but exactly who the main character is going to be. And it's going to be a different take on the same character we've known and loved through all the different people that wore that makeup. So yeah. that's that to me is a good thing. Two hours. If it's like two to two ten, I'm cool. Like movies start to feel their length to me because I'm just antsy. I hate movie theaters. Yeah, I think two, two, like you said, two hundred five, two ten. I think that's perfect. We also got an announcement for Justice League Dark follow up film for Apocalypse War, uh, and we also got Superman Red Sun. So a couple cool DC animated films. I mean, I'm way more hyped for Justice League Dark Apocalypse. I figured you would be because I the, the first Justice League Dark movie I absolutely loved. Why do they name it Apocalypse like and spell it that way? They actually spell A P O K O L I P S. That's that's Apocalypse's dark side's planet, home planet. Okay, apocalypse. so that's so, yeah. Apocalypse is a planet. So and yeah. the, having the dark, I, I assume that maybe we'll get Dark Side, Granny Goodness, all them, all them good stuff. But anything you give me, John Constantine, Etrigan, the Game and Swamp thing, uh, Zatanna, I'm in. This is a day one buy. And Superman, Red Sun, it's it's a different take on Superman. Russian, it's, right? Yeah. So it's instead of the Ken family finding mm-hmm. him, the Russians take him and they raise him the exact opposite as the Ken See, family. That sounds so interesting. To me. It's it, it's a different take, and I know like uh, I think it was last year, Sideshow Collectibles released like a whole red sun of superman there was wonder woman like so it was and it sold out pretty fast so people definitely want to see this it's a different take these are these are day one buys for me we're getting so much stuff with the russians lately 
Like well, that's a big theme right now. Well, e- even in, um, in media. last season of Supergirl, right? Where oh, we'll get to that later. But um, again, uh, John Cryer, who plays Lex Luthor in that, find they find the clone of Supergirl, and she's Russian, and they raise her learning Russian language, and it's 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 just it's what's big. It's 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 interesting. It's a different take, and Supergirl, Stranger Things, Red Sons. We get just so much Russia going on right now, and it's all set around like that Cold War yeah. Russian, e- like the evil Russian stereotype. Uh, which is whatever, you yeah. know. Matt Groening, who uh, is the creator of The Simpsons, Futurama, and on un- sadly Disenchanted, um, which I just did not like, uh, says that a Simpsons movie sequel will come eventually. There's hope because I actually am one of the people that enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I mean, I it's The Simpsons, it, it, it's good. We had Green Day. We had Bart's Dick. We had, we had, Jesus. dude, the best one, one of the funniest lines I've seen in cinema in the last, I don't know. Since that movie came out, fifteen years, thirteen years, dude. When Bart's little weenie goes through the bushes and you and like he's skateboarding and you see just the bushes and yeah. you can't see anything but his wiener and he goes by Ralph Wiggum and Ralph goes, "I'm gay now." Oh, <laughs> Jesus, dude, I was just dying. That's the that and Grandpa is are the two characters, the two scenes and things that stuck out to me about that film. Besides the cool Green Day. Uh, cameo where they're sinking into the damn. I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm like, I'm a little shocked that it took them this long to make it because it's long, thirteen years, I think. No, I think oh six. The film made a boatload of money. Yeah, The Simpsons was also, dude. Let's think of it this way: that movie was 2006, I think. So it's thirteen years ago. I'm that show was on season what 26 at least, at least about 20. that. And think about the reputation that has happened to that show since that film. And it was already 26 years old. Now it's in its 30-something season, 30-31. Honestly, it's almost irrelevant It's not going to end until, you know, like, God forbid, Macaroni passes and or, like, major voice actors. Like, You really think it's going to be a legacy show for that long? Uh, yeah, dude. It's not going nowhere. They got, every time they get picked up, they get picked up for, like, four years. It's like, it ain't going nowhere. I Fox, the Fox loves it, dude. It's going to be the longest-running show of all time. No, it's not. Monday Night Raw. But that's that's, uh, that's that's raw. That, that, what do you mean that's raw? It's a fucking recurring episodic show. What do you, do you want? It's the uh, same thing as The Simpsons. It's just real life people. Yeah, and it and it goes every. Okay, there's then, no break. It'll, then it'll be the longest animated show of all time. All right, South Park, uh, Family Guy. They got shots. That's all I'm saying. Nah, they got so. shots. They got shots. Simpsons will probably. I, I think Seth will throw in the towel before then. Before Matt, I think it's almost like an ego war now. Who the frig's gonna oh, last dude, longer? Ahead. He's got, he's got twelve years. <laughs> Just on. give me more Futurama, but like the old Futurama, the first run that Futurama had. The Walking Dead film that's gonna star Rick Grimes that we've talked about a while ago, but no one gives a fuck about, will actually be theatrically released. I. Did, I didn't think that. I was just going to thought it was going to be an AMC movie, like a made-for-TV. Money grab. Theaters. But do, it, are people going to go see it? I think they are going to just suck the goddamn freaking run. Or I could see this being like The Walking Dead colon Rick Grimes or something like that. That's if like Or, or he's Rick gotta, Grimes is The yeah, Walking Dead. Something like that. Like He's got to be the main character on the poster or his name's got to be in it somewhere. They did a little teaser thing. Um I just don't know if this if this franchise still has legs to draw people to the theater to go see it. It's like just put it on AMC, put it on Netflix, like Breaking Bad is doing. Breaking Bad, arguably, if they put their film out in theaters, could draw more of an audience, and that ended six years ago. Yeah. So like, just do the smart thing. Yeah, Sell your I, shit. That, I, you're already on Netflix. I am in no rush to see this but movie. Will you? 
know. You're already invested so heavily in the Rick Grimes I've universe. Been in too deep. We all know that. So like, I am so intrigued that you're gonna send me a text. Yo, I'm seeing it at ten twenty matinee, six bucks. Fuck it. I, <laughs> like, I, I, end hey, my life. I, mean, I, I might then see and say, hey, it was absolutely garbage. <laughs> and then an hour and a half later, I get a text. Sam, isn't the movie still on? I don't know. We walked out. I could totally Never see <laughs> that being a thing. Blumhouse has announced two, count them, two sequels to last year's Halloween reboot, Halloween Kills, which will be released October 16th of next year, and Halloween Ends, which will be released October 15th, 2021. They're actually filming the October 16th, 2021 Halloween Kills this September. And I believe it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's going to reprise her role. Okay, so she doesn't die in in the newest one. Dude, I'm telling you, man, these are the worst names. Halloween Kills and Halloween End. That sounds like Pokemon. Like, pick one. (laughs) Get one or the other. (laughs) Pokemon kills or Pokemon end. Uh, And they're a year apart, so ultra ends. I mean, that'd be true. I mean, again, I'm in no rush to see them. I still got to see the newest one. You can churn out horror friggin' franchises and sequels like it's nothing. They're they're cheap. And they're easy. Here's the plot. Keep them practical. Been doing the plot since 1971. (laughs) Right. So, like, let's just do that again, but with these new effects. Uh, Edward Furlong, the actor who played young John Connor in Terminator 2 Judgment Day, will be returning to Terminator Dark Fate. I mean, that's kind of cool. Have we seen him since then? I mean, he's he's been in a few things. I know he had a lot of drug and substance yeah. abuse, so I know he it's had a good rough... reclamation for him. To yeah, so I just kind of hope he got his life together, and hopefully this this um this Terminator movie kind of turn it around for him. Because hey, I I he was great in Terminator too. I liked him as a kid, so we'll see. This what... Terminator movie has to turn Terminator around. It no, doesn't no, have it the does. greatest. It does, but hey, it's... reputation right now. Um, what's her name? Sarah Connor, she looks fantastic. Arguably, Stranger Things three did Terminator better than Terminators done Terminator in the past ten years. Like, yeah, I agree because I every time I looked at him, I was like, I was just waiting for him to say, it's "I'll a be Terminator. back." Yeah, you know. something like that. Like, I'll be returning. <laughs> I was so, waiting for some copyright almost Dude, thing. I, I still love that movie. It was the John Cena movie where, what was it? Uh, God, he was the cop, and um, God damn it, John Cena was a cop. John, uh, the, was the Marine. He was the Marine. Oh, yeah, he was the yeah. fire Marine and. They had the one guy's like, oh my, they're, they're trying to shoot John Cena down in this car. He's like, he keeps coming. He's like the Terminator. And then Robert Patrick looks in, in the rearview mirror oh, knowing cool. that he was the guy. I was like, that is, that's like my guilty pleasure of the Marine. Yeah, that's a WWE film. Yep. That's, that's some tough stuff. Do you yep. know how many they made? A few. Six. Yeah, because what's his name? Uh, Mike the Miz did yeah. like four. Yeah, with Becky Lynch was in one yeah. of them. Shawn Michaels, the, yeah, I think, was in one, one of yeah. them. I, yeah. I might check him out later. Randy Orton was like the Marine years. for a little yeah, bit. I think he was the last one, yeah. yeah. No, no, Miz is. Miz was in he six. He was the recent. I think uh, Orton was in two or three. Uh, Oscar winner Javier Bardem is going to play King Triton in the Little Mermaid live oh, action. Oh, it is Javier Bardem. It's Javier right. Bardem, and we and it seems like we Great get actor. new casting every week for this film. It seems like it's coming together. Yeah, I know Terry Crews was kind of trying to get the role, but hey, Javier <laughs> Bardem's a great actor. That'd have been funny as shit. Yeah, I I, I would have dug it. Bear glove. <laughs> I, I, like, I would have liked it. That'd have been awesome. But Terry hey, Cruz. Javier Bardem, he he's he, he's he's cool. I like him. So we had one, two, three, four, five trailers. I watched four of them. I did not watch the Zombieland Double Tap oh, I first did. trailer. So we'll start with that one because I did not. It looked good. Again. Does it look like just the first Zombieland but updated? Yeah, is that what it that, looks that, like? That's all it does. It's, you know, it, then they're, I think they're, what they go? I think they went into the White House. You know, it's, it, if you like. Um, Bill Murray? Or no. Not Bill Murray. Uh, Woody. Woody House. If you like Woody, you're fine. Like, this is the film that Eisenberg should have been in. He tried to swerve his lane and go to Lex Luthor and almost ruined his career. 
this is the movie she I mean, sticks with. Almost. It hasn't been in shit since then. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> there right. ain't no social media network fucking sequel. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, hey, Instagram. Stick to the weird, quirky guys. Don't try to take on an iconic character like Luke Luthor because you just don't got the job. <laughs> I would. Would you argue that it was the writing? Or just no, he was terrible. A hundred, dude. As, as soon as he was cast, immediate miscast. You did, you did, immediate you, you miscast. Said that because that was our first episode. Our like, first episode was all about. I Batman was listening to Michael Rosenbaum. He was at a, a convention. He's like, you know, I saw it. You know, he he sucked. And he's like, he's like, you know, for me, I never got a call. They never, God, get, he's like, that's all I wanted. Maybe I, I, I might have done it. I might not. But he's like, I, I I didn't deserve a phone call. And I was like, dude, honestly. Him and John Cryer are the yeah. best two. I can't believe I'm saying John Cryer, but them two are the, they better than Gene Hackman. Literally. Holy shit. And, and I, I know people may get p- pissed off, but I think they're the best Lex Luthor to date. So here's the second trailer. Did you watch the It Chapter 2 I did. It, trailer? Dude, it looks, so did I. It looks great. Um, yup. I think it looks great. I don't I don't think it was scary. I mean, the, the, the first one, I was only scared. I, I got scared, I think, at one or possibly two moments. When he popped, he popped up on the water? On the, on the, I think it was the, the movie when they were watching that home video. When he kind of oh, popped yeah, up yeah, on yeah. that screen, that kind of freaked me out for a second. Yeah. But I guess I'm just outgrowing my fear of clowns. The only part that I found spooky was at the very end when it looks like he's just like a human with just some clown yeah. makeup on. I mean, and he's I, like, ah. I think I was more creeped from the first trailer with the old lady. I think that yeah, kind that of creeped me out the most. Definitely much more creepy. But, this one went, I think this one went more for the shock. The, yeah. The scare value. Yeah, and, you had the you know what too i bet you i would have thought it was scarier if spoiler alert hit the 30 second button for stranger things 3 if it didn't have that funhouse mirror scene that we just saw in stranger things yeah we yeah, just got yeah. one and now i'm seeing it again in a horror aspect and you knew he was gonna do something like that and it's got the long tongue and yeah. i get it it just it wasn't super spooky to me and we're, we're getting older so i think we're just like ah i didn't even realize friggin bill Hader was in it oh man i didn't realize that yeah. and there's another adult actor i didn't realize was in it uh, that i can't think of right now but i like the cast a lot i think Dude, it's going to be a really just, good is cast james mcavoy they're thinking of no no i knew he Jessica was in chastain it. knew she was in it so i can't i can't remember right that's now. all i got there was like a head. surprise like holy is shit is adam brody yeah adrian brody adrian brody yeah i think yeah i think that's who i'm thinking of uh, but yeah, de- good trailer. I would say the first one had me a little bit more. This one did nothing to defer me from, from yeah, wanting to same. see the movie. Yeah. Um, but I think, what's that, September or October? I love October. Something like that. But we're getting it's a chapter two really soon. Uh, I'm going to leave this one to you because I saw it and I thought it was shitty. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it to you. Top Gun Maverick, what would you think? I mean, I, I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, it, Is that because you just missed the franchise or because no, it looks not, like a good movie? I'm not saying missed the franchise. I mean, the only thing we missed was the, the, them playing volleyball on the beach. Like yeah. Honestly, the whole time I was... I was waiting for this dizzy Iceman. I was waiting to see Val Kilmer. I never, you know, but we never did. You didn't see him, dude. Is Tom Cruise flying this jet? Like, it, because we know he flew the helicopter in Mission Impossible. Like, it looks like he's flying this. Like, that's it, it. Like, that's what I'm like. I'm looking. I was like, is he flying this shit? Like, that's the shit I'm thinking. Like, there was some jacket controversy. Or something like that, he wore dude, the wrong means, jacket. That, I don't, I don't give a baker's about. fuck about a jacket. Like, hey, we're getting a Top Gun sequel like 20 years later. Continuity. Damn like, it. hey. I'm not, like again. I'm not biting at the bit to go see it, but right. will I see it 10 a.m. matinee? Yeah, because it's Tom Cruise. I I, I like him. I, I thought it was just just bad, and that's okay because you know what? Worse I'm not than the th- next film we're about to talk about because I saw that you and that was and, and the Simmons. that was one of the worst trailers I've seen all year. See, and I think. That trailer was probably his best work in the last 15 years. So let's talk about it because Top Gun Maverick, it is for Sam. It's not for me. We're moving on. Jay and Silent Bob reboot got its first trailer. It's a Red Band trailer. Yeah. Definitely not for the youngsters. So many 
freaking actors are in this movie. Yeah, and that's all to see for Ben Shaq Affleck. Value. I was like, oh shit, that was that, that was cool to me. The, so the Ben Affleck one's cool. Jason Lee, I like that they're bringing back because they're bringing back. They brought back. You saw Matt Damon yeah. in there. Just so like, like we're to seeing me, that. To me, that was awesome. It was like it reminded me of the old school Kevin Smith films. Like I don't because I think even Kevin Smith before this like has it was years since he saw Ben Affleck. Do we? See Alanis Morissette. Does she make a cameo in this film? She is God, yeah. and she's been in like every I other. I mean, she might. She might just because I she's been. I guarantee you know. it. That Alanis Honestly, is in dude, this, this is Kevin. We saw Shannon Elizabeth in this. Yeah, his, you know, his Jason Mewes is just oh man, and I think it's because of them. Like I think Jay and Silent Bob are just no longer funny to me, and Jason Mewes is. Just I don't I don't want to speak about his personal issues if he has any or anything. No, like that. He's no speculation. He's no speculation. Now. But he clearly has fake teeth and it is so very distracting to hear him talk attempt to talk and 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 See, that, that didn't the me. jokes were so unfunny so brutally unfunny and forced i like the cameos because it reminded me of the old kevin smith films oh, and, the no, dog and, missed and them I, all I, rats and i think that's why i i like it but, it, but it, it reminded me of the jokes it reminded what's your me? favorite kevin smith film mine's clerks too and i know that's a minority opinion I loved Clerks too, and it almost has nothing to do with the Ben Afflecks and the Matt Damons. It's the whole it's Rosario Dawson. It's either Dogma. One. I said I love Dogma. Or, or Jane Actually, Gine, or Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. Mall Rats is my favorite, and then and, I'm gonna and, go, and that's probably my number three. And then I'll probably go Clerks too, and then either Clerks or Chasing Amy. But uh, at least it's not Geely. Geely was terrible. But again, like this is the best film that Kevin Smith put out in at least ten years. Yeah, but what other films has Kevin Smith put the out? Walrus in the last 10 movie. Years? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you don't have a lot of competition. Wait, he did Cop Out with... Uh, did he? With Kevin Hart? No, that's why he hates Bruce Willis. That's why Kevin Smith hates Bruce Willis. Wow. He said he was such an asshole. Really? Yeah, like a prima donna, yeah. He, like, didn't want to do, like, two takes, three takes. Is, no, no, wait. Was that Tracy Morgan or yeah. was that Kevin yeah. Hart? Tracy, Tracy Morgan, right? Uh, Sean William Scott had a little, like, a little role in it, but... Hey. Uh, IMD Brief. Relics and Rarities. Big Bang. Oh wait, these are all appearances. I'm looking for director. Yeah, just scroll if you look at the film. But hey, I'm okay with it. Listen, his best work ever was when he was in Degrassi. Let's just call that a thing. They did their own. They did the whole deal, man. Did he do Tusk? Yeah, that was it. That was Tusk with uh. um, Oh right, the Walrus thing with um. Is that Justin Long? Yeah, thank you. Tusk, Jane Silent Bob's groovy cartoon movie, Gooper. Like you see what I'm saying? Yoga hosers. He wrote. Yoga yeah, with Johnny Depp. Like, I mean, dude, like that's like a shit that he made up on a podcast and came up and did a movie. That, like to me, this is going to be his best work in ten years. I understand you and uh, Ryan uh, Ron Simmons. Simmons basically shit on it. I mean, hey, but even him, like it, it was shitty, but I'm still going to see it. Like you know what I mean? Because we like we love Kevin Smith. Um, it was shitty, and I'm I'm just not going to see it. The oh, he epi- he did. You know, he directed four episodes of Supergirl. Of course. And The Flash. Of course. Then he did Holidays, Yoga Hosers, Tusk, um, some Jane Silent Bob bullshit, Red State, Cop Out, Zack and Miri Make a Porno. That is definitely my number three favorite Kevin Smith. Yeah, that, that was pretty, that was pretty I fun. I loved I forgot how much I loved Thanks that Thanks to movie. Seth Rogen. And yeah. Craig Robinson, who was fucking hilarious. Craig Robinson was great in that movie. Yeah, yeah so I'd say Zack and yeah. Miri Clerks 2 and Mall Rats are my top three Kevin Smith films. But that's a top three for another day. Let's talk about A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. 
Uh, just what a whimsical trailer. Well, one, I still have to see that documentary on him, number one. Number I two. I have, nope, I have it digitally. Tom Hanks, it, it, it looks so great. Just I, I, I Everything think, he says is a stitch. I, I think I said to you right in the beginning, where it's like him in the sweater, when he's singing, he throws a shoe, shoe, the other hand puts on his classic blue shoes. Like It's it, all you needed to it see. It just man. brought up so many memories of me being a kid and watching. How it. good does Tom Hanks look? He looks as, great. He looks fantastic. Mr. Rogers. Now, you do have to watch that Mr. Rogers documentary. I, I, I do. It and I will. It brings you to and tears. I just tears. Up I will. I, I want to actually go back and watch it again. I own it on uh, digital on Amazon, so I can't lend it to you because you're not getting my logins. But highly recommend. It. I think it's on HBO if you still have those logins yeah, for do, HBO. So uh, it's definitely on HBO. Check it out. It's a great documentary. This movie looks just as good. Um, and and you know what? Some people could argue, hey, we just got this documentary. Yeah. I got the story. Now I'm getting a nonfiction kind of tie-in. Maybe a um. Uh, biopic a little it's bit a there. Bit, a bit of both. So like, do I need it? And I'm like, yeah, because I want to see Tom Hanks kill it because Tom Hanks is one of my favorite actors of all time. I yeah, he's lo- in so many classic films. Exactly. So many. That thing you do, it's my greatest, yeah. it's my favorite film of all time and it was his directorial debut. You know what, a tidbit I just found out? Yeah. When Steven Spielberg was directing Saving Private Ryan and he kind of told everyone to do the, like, the training to be a soldier, everyone was like, no. Mm-hmm. Only person to say to do it, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, and I believe he got everyone else to do it. He was like, "You guys stop being bitches, let's go." And I was like, <laughs> I, "I knew I love Tom Hanks." Sam, let's get to our top three for the week. Top three announcements that came out of San Diego Comic Con 2019. And three, just because it was short, just to mention that the plans for Fantastic Four and the mutants are kind of coming. I mean, even though it was all speculated, it was just good to hear Foggy say it out loud. Also, my number three. Oh, okay. Right, right to number two, Blade. <laughs> I, I, I would have. Don't get me wrong. Even if it was if it was Wesley Snipes came out, I might have got a little bit more hype just because I fucking love Blade Two mm-hmm. and Blade One was great. But it's Mahershala Ali. He's a great actor. I think he's a two time Academy Award winner. I believe Green Book and and he's literally one of like he called Foggy and set up a meeting and he said, "What do you want? To, what, do you, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to do?" And he just said Blade. And he's like done. Like th- that's it. That's what it took to get him the role. So of course number two. My number two is because of the intrigue around the character, and because, like I said, Thor is making such a huge. Uh, it's this. It's the focal point of the MCU, and I don't know enough about female Thor or she Thor or Nat- whatever yeah. whatever the name is. I'm super psyched to see Nat- Natalie Portman back as as female Thor. Yeah, it's my number one. Now, I bought. I hey, I know I'm. I know I'm in the minority because not a lot of people really like Thor one and two. I liked. I really did like one. Two was eh. I, they, was that I, the Dark World? Yeah, it was something? Thor: Dark World. I, it, it was just cool. To, I just liked Thor. I liked. I did like the little Captain America cameo, even though it was as as Loki. But hey, I'm really looking forward to this film. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, Natalie Portman to me, like I said, it's going to bring a new dimension into the film that's not Loki. We've seen enough and, Loki. And to see Natalie Portman hold Mjolnir, yeah, and Thor holding Stormbreaker, like side like by side, fighting somebody, somebody. Like, let's go to see Natalie Portman in that action kind of genre we don't see her in a lot of action films you know she was in yeah. star wars as padme and yeah, i mean i think she did one or two like small action things but nothing black crazy swan which great film you really thought black swan I, I, dude i really loved it i, I didn't i thought I, her and mila kunis were fantastic you know what i bet if i watched it now as an adult i would probably I, I think, appreciate it a little bit more than i did because all i was looking for back then was them to kiss and I, Whoops. And, and I believe they I, did. I was a teenage boy <laughs> when it came out. What do you want? Or maybe very early twenties. I forget how old that movie actually is. And it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it's it. also a little creepy. I saw it was. a feather oh, coming, oh, getting it ripped was, out of someone. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, that was my number two. My number one, and this is silly, and I understand it, but 
I just loved how lighthearted and fun all the new Phase 4 film names are. From Love and Thunder to the Multiverse of Madness okay. to yeah. to uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or whatever. I, I just think they, we're not getting that super serious civil war. We're getting the yeah. lighthearted Phase yeah. 4. And I think Kevin Feige described it as beginnings. To me, that's a little weird because you have a bunch of sequels in here. But... Uh, I, I like the idea that we're going to get introduced to the Eternals. I like the idea we're getting introduced to Shang-Chi. I like the idea that we're getting another sounding like a lighthearted Thor film with Natalie Portman. Doctor Strange, give me all the Doctor Strange right now. And where the frig is he going to end up in these multiverses? How's it going to connect into um, the Disney Play or Disney Plus stuff? I'm super jacked. And I just love the lightheartedness that they're taking with this phase yeah. because we need it after how somber and uh, sad Endgame was. Yeah, I agree. That was our top three. Let's get into the box office. I was not prepared for us to have similar top threes, so I do have to go onto the website because I was hoping we would talk a little bit more and drag it out. I mean, hey, sure, we were over an hour. With, with, you know, we knew it was going to be long just because so much freaking news dropped, and we still have a, a long-ass TV section. The, t- <laughs> the top ten uh, in the box office this week. Number ten hanging on the list at number – or falling from number nine at 1.5 million. The Secret Life of Pets 2. Number nine falling from number eight at 1.5 million is Midsummer. Number eight falling from number seven at 2.6 million is Annabelle Comes Home. Number seven falling from number six at four. $4 million is Aladdin. Number six, falling from number four at $4.1 million is Stuber. Number five, staying at number five at $5 million, hanging on to a top five spot is Yesterday. Number four, falling from number three at $6 million is Crawl. Number three, falling from number two at $15.5 million is Toy Story 4. Number two, falling from number one at $21 million is Spider-Man Far From Home. And The Lion King takes the no top surprise. spot, new to the list, domestically, $192 million. Did it beat Aladdin's opening? I'm not sure. I believe it did. I, believe I don't it think it was a surprise. I believe it wasn't. We knew, we knew Lion King was going to be the king, pardon the pun. So I That's, still got I still got to say You went there? I had to. It was you, right there. You, it was you right took there. the lowest hanging fruit no, available lower, to lower you. fruit I'll get. All right, so we're going to move on to the TV section. We have a couple of reviews here for some pilot episodes of some shows that are coming out soon that Sam may or may not be looking forward to. Uh, we're going to start with Batwoman from the CW. While Batwoman shines as a welcome spotlight on one of the Arrowverse's most recent superhero editions, the series cycles through too many familiar tropes in its first episode. The show's first major villain disappoints, and much of the supporting cast comes across as rehashes of other Arrowverse favorites. Still, the new series looks and sounds great. There's just enough spark when it comes to Kate Kane, Sophie Moore dynamic to suggest that the series can grow into something more. 7-0. 6-7. Okay, I mean, hey, what I saw, I think she looks great in the costume, and I am, I'm, of course, going to watch this show. Ruby there. Rose, right? Yep. Uh, we're going to move over to Pennyworth, which is Epic's take on Alfred. Still have the no idea what Butler it is. Epic's just yeah. do you have do you have uh, Xfinity? Yeah. Just literally say yeah. Epic's into your remote, and it'll, it'll be like you don't have this channel. Damn it! <laughs> I think it might be a paid channel. I'm not sure. Epic's Pennyworth is a fantastic. Oh my god! New addition to the Batman mythology that doesn't use its connection to the Cape Crusader as a narrative crutch. Creators Bruno Heller and Danny Cannon wisely center their stories on Alfred's coming of age journey while surrounding him with compelling supporting characters like Thomas Wayne and the villainous Bette Sykes. The alt, uh, the alternate 1960s London backdrop adds a unique look, setting it apart from many of the comic book shows we've seen on network television before. 85. 90. Oh, shit. Did this get you? Is this enough 
for you because you've said before I'm not really in. Dude, I, I, dude, I just watch so many shows. I just don't know if there's enough. If time. you only had a fucking DVR, dude, for even the love then, of dude, God. I'll never go. I mean, I will never leave my house. I will have that many shows to watch. Like, like Sam okay. will have to cancel the podcast because he's just watching shows, so he can talk about them on the podcast, but then can't come on the podcast to talk about them. So, if so facto, get a fucking DVR. We also have a review for the pilot episode of the Harley Quinn animated show, which isn't even coming for a long time. We also got a trailer. We'll talk about. And that's in a, a good sign for them to drop it this early. Harley Quinn is shaping up to be another worthy addition in the slowly growing DC Universe library. While the show's more rated R elements feel superfluous, the wacky humor and deep portrayal of Harley and her relationship with Poison Ivy is more than enough to justify a watch. If you've ever wondered what an adult-only version of Batman and the Brave and the Bold might look like, this is your show. 8-5. 8-2. God, you're never going to get one right. But hey, again, day one watch. I love the trailer. I like the voice cast. Did you love the trailer? I did. I thought it was good. I thought yeah. it was fun. What did you think of the animation style? It's a little it, different it, it, than it, I It's expected. a little like cartoony. Um, it it kind of reminds me if the Animaniacs were in HD. Like it kind of okay. just has that feel to it, because I mean, it does not look like Batman the Animated no, Series. And, and I, and I, like I wish Batman it was, because I, I know you love do. that animation. I know you do. But it, it's still a day one watch. I'm, I'll, I'll still watch it. I'm still watching Swamp Thing every damn week. I'm, I, I was praying for some news to break yeah. it. Like it somehow got picked up somewhere. I'm just praying. I, I just don't want to lose hope. With the Harley Quinn trailer, while I didn't mind it, I thought that they forced some of like the curse words in there. Like the shit and this and that and like dickhead or whatever they say. That was a little forced, but it gave me a good idea of what this show is going to be. It's going to be wacky, zany, adult themed fun with the Joker that gets punched in the face, like shot. Like I'm super psyched to see yeah, it, what it, she it, does. It's just a different take on characters we love. And, and I'm totally in. You know, like, different I'm super voice excited. cast. It may take me a minute to get a little get used to Quoco, but hey, I'm in. And that'll drop in October. So actually, dude, it's coming. It's crazy how close this is. We were back in January, like with Titans, like holy shit, or whenever that dropped, April, whatever it was. And we were like, holy shit, when the hell is fucking October going to get? I think it was January. And it'll probably drop when Baltimore Comic Con is mid October. Oh so my can't gosh. Wait. Yeah, you're going to be probably with your homies watching oh, it if yeah. it drops out there. That's cool. Uh, so, what about the Watchmen trailer for HBO? That got a new trailer. This is one that I did not watch because I am 0% interested and, in this show. And I just thought it was okay. Like, it, it, nothing that jumped out that's like, oh my God, I, I cannot miss this show. It's just like, okay, I'll I'll get around to watching it. Then not like I still th- I still think the movie's great. If I really want to watch the watch, I'll throw in Zack Snyder's movie. I thought that was kind of a masterpiece, but I'll I'll get there. Titan season two, we got a release date, and it's super close. Less than two months away, September sixth. That was insanely quick. So I'm assuming they did a lot of season two shooting during season one. Either that, or they just didn't tell people when they were actually going to start filming. Like I know I follow. Um, Mickey Kelly on IG, so I know that she, they've been filming now for the past couple months. She's been training. and Who doesn't follow Mickey Kelly on Instagram? She, she is a must-follow. She's, she's fantastic. I can't wait. I can't wait to see this version of, of Deathstroke. I want to see what they bring. and then Because I feel like they have uh, they have something to prove here in this sophomore year. Because that, that finale it just kind of left a bad, bad taste on it people's mouths. Let's just call it what it is. Pick people's mouths. Yeah, it was bad. But that, that end credit scene with Superboy... Yeah, we, yeah, so kind of teased a lot. To see as long, hey, are we going to see crypto? How much yeah. of Superboy are we going to see? So, I mean, hey, you got me. You got yeah. my money. Yeah. You take that shit out every month. <laughs> yeah, that's $7.99 gone. I am so simultaneously shocked and appalled that for such a Minka Kelly fan as you are, 
you don't watch Friday Night Lights. We're talking early twenties, Minka Kelly, and uh, you're just like, and you like football. I, I think I, I think it's I, like I watched a couple of Taylor back Kitsch, in the day. It right? Just, watch it, just, it now, Taylor Kitsch, uh, the Adrian Pilecki, friggin' Minka Kelly, uh, like the, maybe one day. Coach Taylor is uh, is the when, father figure yeah, we all deserve. Like, damn when it! When I when I legit have when I legit seen everything else, like if it was like. Oh yes, yeah, so Dad or Degrassi? Degrassi. Ah, 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 Friday Night Lights, and then that's it. That's crazy to me. Just for Minka Kelly alone, it's a really good show. And I'm not talking about her looks; she's a damn good actor. So yeah, she she's phenomenal. Um, so let's see. Young Justice has been renewed for season four on DC Universe. So we thought with Swamp Thing getting canceled and this, that, and the other, there's light, there's, baby. There is some darkness hanging over the DCU. But we now know with HBO Max coming and there's maybe some money getting pumped into it from that, the DC Universe is still going to carry on with some shows. We get season four Young Justice. What did you think of season three? Uh, it's still going on. I'm, I'm finally all caught yeah, up they to like it now. Cut and they cut the first yeah, season. Yeah, they, 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 they split. I think it was like 13 and 13, I yeah. think, what they did. I'm, hey, I, I love the show. I think the cast is great. The animation is gorgeous. Keep these episodes coming. Love the story. Bring on Dark Side. I'm waiting. The Doom Patrol has been yeah, and this they, should probably have made my list the doom patrol has been renewed for season two but it's got a twist it will be on the dc universe but it's also going to simultaneously be on hbo max which is warner brothers new yeah. streaming service which I'm, I'm probably still going to watch on the universe just because it's right there and it's easy it needed well yeah i'm not paying for this other thing so yeah. i'm not going to pay for the hbo Max. so hey it, it was good news because we didn't know why we didn't hear no grumblings yeah. people were nervous i was nervous 15 episodes of a low budget film that we or a low budget series that we loved uh for the most part it had some yeah, rough times keep them coming season one will also be available of the show on hbo max at the launch of the app so people that don't have the dcu or they just get HBO Max, got HBO in the name, they're going to be like, what the hell is this Doom Patrol thing? And I hope because of Brendan Fraser and yeah. Diana Guerrero yeah. and all the star power behind that. And uh, villain, villain, villain. Andy, uh, Alan Tudyk. Thank you. Uh, that we get some people into this show that would not have been yeah. or they're not comic book fans. And, and maybe that's how we're going to grow this audience. So I think that's a really smart strategy uh, by Warner there. Uh, Bloodwork will be coming to The Flash. I have no idea who that is. I'm surprised. Yeah, you I, got the notes from me a week I, ago, and you didn't just I, Google him. I, I, but I was like, blood work. I, I thought the Flash was getting blood work. No, I, <laughs> well, I, that's I, his I, joke. I, I, he spent. I gave him these notes I, on I, Sunday. I was in one second. I note. gave him these I notes think I was on good Sunday. For a second. It is Thursday. But I, I get, maybe he's a new villain. If he's an old villain, I legit never heard of him. So, okay. Brandon Roth's Superman is returning to the DC CW. This could have been. This probably should have been on my top three because. We kind of forgot about the TV stuff doing the list. Yeah, I put it in the I, movie I'm not section. gonna lie, I, I kind of did. Yeah, um, but probably I, should have just done two top three. I threes. did like Brandon Routh as as Superman. I just did not like Kevin Spacey as Lex. I, I just think that was just a bad, mm-hmm. again bad casting as Lex. Like the now, what show was two. that in? Was that in? No, that was the movie. That was Superman Returns. Oh, right, right, that was right, supposed right. to be the sequel from the horrible Superman Four from Christopher Reeve. Okay, gotcha. Now we've mentioned this name multiple times so far this episode. John Cryer. As Lex Luthor will return to Supergirl. That's got to be good news for you. Oh, this is great because I think he was only, I think he only had a three, four episode arc on that season and we needed him back big time. Even though when he was in the green suit, his having his head on the suit, the, it looked kind of ridiculous. The, just like the, it, it just like looked too like shitty, but it was like <laughs> shitty good. 
You know. Hello, you're talking to the king of shitty goods. Yeah, so I you, love you shitty goods. Even you would have been like, oh, that's awesome. I love yeah. bad goods. So, so. Hey, bring on John Cryer. I can't wait. Bruce Tim still believes that a season five to Batman Beyond is still possible. To quote, if this thing sells like crazy on Blu-ray and creates buzz, that would make it more possible. Now, that to me is less news and just a standard quote. But but to hear it from Bruce Tim himself, Bruce the guy who did the animated series Batman Beyond, the Superman the animated series, the this guy did source everything. the source makes it news. Because I love Batman Beyond, and I know Will Friedle said I I would jump on this day one. Kevin Conroy said I will jump on it to be Old Man Bruce. I'm going to buy this day one on Blu-ray, and I've I've seen what's it, it cost fifty sixty. I don't even think they announced it because I don't I don't think the pre-order is up on Amazon yet, but it'll probably be like I think seventy five eighty. For I like could swear I saw an article on IGN this week saying it's pre-orders are live now or live soon or something. If it did, I I didn't see it, but it's a day one buy, and I know what's coming with the return of the Joker movie too. So oh, that's, that's kind of cool. And it comes with like a little Batman Beyond Funko Pop, so for like the collector's editions, that, that's awesome. I really hope we get another season. Agent, speaking of things that won't get another season, Agents of Shield season seven will be the final season for the show. Yeah, so they're on season six now. I think there's only a couple episodes left. It was actually it was it was kind of decent. It was a different take on a couple of different characters, which I kind of like. Coulson looked a little different in the marketing no, material. No, no, this, yeah, it, it, that was the, the main reason why I said the line okay. I just said. Gotcha. So, I mean, you're talking to somebody who doesn't watch the show. Yeah, so. It, and never will. So it, it was just different. It was good. Hey, I, I cannot believe this show has has gone on for as long as it did. But hey, had a great run. Seven seasons, fantastic. I, re- I literally remember sitting here three years ago saying, this show's getting canceled. Yeah. It's not making it past season four. And here we are saying that season seven is going to be its final season. Yeah, I mean, well, if you it's, look, it sounds like it's going out on its own I terms. mean, if you look at the ratings, they took a shit. I mean, they've been going on a steady decline since season two. Marvel TV has not been great on network. Had, yeah, had, you, uh, you just had Netflix. That That's where their shows are the best. Right, and now you're going to have Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, like, what was the one show I'm thinking about with the dog and the guy from... Inhumans. Thank you. Inhumans shit the bed. Yeah, Runaways is on is on Hulu. I, I hear that's great. But but it's on Hulu yeah. and nobody is getting a lot of buzz around it because it's Eventually on. I'll get there. Um I'm interested in this the boys thing too. Oh, I'm, I'm super in. psyched on that. Uh Amazon oh wow, here we go. Duh. I was literally yeah. Just thinking about yeah. the boys, and now I'm reading a story about it. Amazon renews the boys for season two before season one even hits the service. Yeah, That's I, super I, I awesome. can't wait. This is a comic book. I never actually read the comic book, but I hear nothing but good things. Carl Urban's in it. I, yeah. I'm still waiting for a Judge Dredd Judge Dredd sequel because he was freaking fantastic. Can't wait to watch. And this, this is show. an Amazon Prime show. Can't wait to and watch. And hopefully, it. this gives the the people of the world more. A, a bigger look into how amazing Amazon Prime originals are. Yeah. From friggin' Red Oaks to this to, um, oh man, I can't, the Pink Marvelous Dark. Miss Maisie, I think, or Miss Maisel, I think it's called. Then you have that. Pinky, what did you say? Uh, Sneaky Pete? Sneaky Pete is in there. Yeah. And then there's another show about a, a woman who is like super foul mouth. I can't remember what it was called. It's only one word. Ash and I watched a couple of episodes into it. I can't remember. But Amazon Prime originals are great. Like they're yeah. super good. So hopefully the boys because everybody wants the comic book content. Of course. Right? You had Keep Umbrella coming. Academy killing it on Netflix. You have the runaways and stuff on Hulu. Hopefully Amazon can come into its own with uh with the boys. But back to Netflix, The Witcher got a trailer and apparently there's a big deal because Geralt aka Henry Cavill is going to be in the bathtub. We'll move past it. 
how yeah. Game of Thrones is this show? Because that's going to be the comparison, but it's got monsters. It's almost like Stranger Things meets Game of Thrones. That's a comparison I've been hearing yeah, it was a lot. Like, it was like that, like a Lord of the Rings type of deal. That's kind of the vibe I got from it. I never played the game. I never read the, but read the books. The books. Yeah. So I understand it's not following the game basically at all. I know people, oh, where's his beard? This is early him before this. People were bitching about his second sword. But then I saw that his sword was technically on Roach. I saw that. I think it looks great. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna watch it from a guy who never played the games or read the books. I'm in. Well, I think this is also a show that's made for exactly for you who has never seen the content or read the content or played the content or anything yeah. with The Witcher because it's gonna go in. It's gonna tell you the origin story. It's gonna do it. But how do you feel coming from the guy who's played the games? I'm psyched. Yeah, okay. I'm psyched. This is I, I, know, I know the first image of him. I know you weren't a huge fan and, of, and, and and I'll get over it, right? Yeah. Like I'm. I love the middle medieval time thing. Uh, that time period. I love when shows are based in that, like Vikings and stuff like that. I like that. Um, and this is a show I'm going to give all my attention to until I don't. I would just. I would not be surprised if I don't finish it. I I could see this show getting picked up for season two before the first episode even airs. This is a show to me that right. I'll watch four episodes. I'll be out because I'll be bored or something. And then one day when Leanie's asleep or something, and I got headphones in and I just I don't know want why I ever watch, stopped. I'll yeah. pick it back up and I'll start it again and I'll finish it. Just like Stranger Things season two. Exactly. Yeah. And and God now knows why the hell I ever stopped in the first place. The Orville, which is Seth MacFarlane's live action yep. Star Trekky comedy type deal, Galaxy Quest a little bit there. Uh, the season three is actually going to move from Fox to a Hulu exclusive, no longer on television. I mean, I, I was I never watched like a lot of episodes, but I, think I watched I, the first three. I think I watched two, and I laughed because i do like seth mcfarlane i think he's funny i just don't know how he has the time to do this tv show and voice all the characters on family guy i just don't know how he does it well you gotta also think about resources too like he can't pay his entire attention to the orville and if he could maybe be a little funny or maybe be a little bit better uh adrian palecki from friday uh, from friday night lights Agents john wick agents she's in this too um so it's got a decent cast it was decently funny man it just takes a lot for me to get into like the star trek kind of like sci, like steep space sci-fi stuff yeah. takes a lot for me to get into that because you know us in star wars we're barely into except it. galaxy quest that was fantastic Look, tim allen makes that movie tim allen is amazing in yeah. everything tim allen has ever and done alan, and alan rickman i loved him in that alan rickman was really good in that yeah. too you forget alan rickman was in that damn movie that's how yeah. you know he was but he was really good the walking dead season 10 got a trailer it was like Four minutes long. Sounds like we could be headed for the Whisperer War. Didn't watch the trailer. Oh, I did. The Surprising. The, it's How like the hell the, did the, I the, watch the it? Guy who, the guy who doesn't watch the show. Because I thought you would, so I wanted to talk about it because it looked like shit. Again, it's just a show that I'm like. Yo, if you watch the trailer and you're me, you literally say this 15 fucking times. Oh, who's that? Yeah. Oh, who's that? And, I don't they, know that and I'm just like, oh, shit. These characters, I'm like, oh, there were this Carol. There's Daryl. There's my sitcom, yeah. Carol and Daryl. Carol and Daryl. Uh, Carol and Daryl and Michonne, who is leaving the show, confirmed after this season. I hate when they fucking do this. I hate it when they did it with Emmy Rossum. I hate yeah. it when they do it with uh, who played Ian? Give me it, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah. I hated it when they did it but, with, but he's, he's with Rick back. Grimes. He's whatever. <laughs> right. And I hate it when they did it with Rick. Yeah. And I hate it that they're doing it with Michonne. Stop <clears throat> telegraphing that they're leaving the show because now I expect. That they're going to give me the death. Then they're going to fake you out because you were expecting it the whole yeah. time. Stop she, it. She's probably leaving to go do the freaking... She's going to be like, that's it. I can't take this anymore. I'm going to find Rick. And then we'll see her in the Rick Grimes movie. 
Yeah, I'd imagine we've yeah. seen enough Grimes movie. Hulu dropped Veronica Mars season four on Hulu. On Hulu. <laughs> Go figure. That's good writing by me. Hulu dropped the Veronica Mars season four, that new one, a week early. It was supposed to come out the 26th, so tomorrow. Yeah, because people, there was just no hype on it. They, right, they so they just, dropped it a week early, yeah, yeah. said, let's get it over with. We're done already. Yeah, wow. And I heard it sucked. Nope. <laughs> I, I, I'm out. He's right? denying. He's I'm denying out. It. I'm out. I didn't care. Yeah. But usually Hulu does like the one episode a week thing. They dropped it all. And, all and, and, episodes. How do you feel? She loved it up until the last five minutes. I'm not going to uh, spoil okay. it. Up until halfway through the last and episode. And what about you? I gave up. I didn't give a fuck. Uh-huh. I didn't give a fuck at all. Coming from a guy who used to love the show, he I, said after four. Uh, 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 uh. I love season one. Okay. Two was in. Three was out. What about and the movie? F- the movie was good. Um, then four, I just, I think. You were, just, she, you were just over it. No, she started watching it at like 11.30 at night. And it was too late. And yeah. it was too late. And if I missed the first episode, I'm out. Yeah. So I haven't seen it yet. So I can't give you it okay. because okay. I haven't watched it. I, I watched like the first half she of the first episode. She probably died. I fell asleep. I can tell you she does not because they're setting up a fifth. Um, I hope it doesn't get picked up. No, but Kristen Bell's great. But she she loved it up until the, the last half of the last episode. And then she was very devastated slash sad slash pissed off and frustrated. Yeah. Um, and so there's that. And when she goes and watches it a second time, hopefully I'm around yeah. and I can watch it because I do want <laughs> yeah, to watch it. you want it. to finish it. I do want to very badly because it is a really good show, at least the first season. Um, this should have been my number one now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, Weiss and Benioff continue to take a shit all over Game of Thrones fans and all over San Diego Comic-Con. They dropped out of their appearance and never even gave a fucking explanation. They, they probably just didn't want to hear all the this backlash. shit. backlash. And they were. They were going to get booed when they came on that panel. They I mean, were. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have won either. If I, I'm no joke. If I was them, I'd be like, just wait. Face till I... your shit, though, man. Uh, Step I, up. Fucking man up. You uh, ruined I, the largest cultural phenomenon in the but history you know, of television. I think you, you would know how it is when you know you get shitted on and kind of take you to a bad place. And you're trying to be happy and kind of focus on Star Wars. Yeah, I'm, I'm I know. Just it's going to be it. really rough to focus on your multi-billion dollar franchise in Star Wars. Oh, so hey, they, they got a lot of pressure now, especially. Especially when they, they kind of, you know, obviously... You're talking about Game climbing. of Thrones like it was nothing. Like, it was the largest television show ever. Yeah. Bar none. Hands yeah. down. And to they be honest, fucking like, flubbed it. I, like, it's been so much like time passed and I'm kind of just over it. Right? Doesn't, yeah. doesn't Game just, of Thrones I, almost feel like it never existed? Yeah, I'm just I'm just over it. Like, I'm think, just like, alright. Think about when you logged there. on Twitter and that week after the finale. And even during the whole six weeks. That, like, seven, eight week stretch... All you saw was hashtag GOT and yeah. hashtag Game of Thrones and the little throne that showed up at the hashtag. Now... I mean, at this point, just bring in the prequels. I know you're filming. Just right. bring me that trailer. Now we're going to probably be radio silent for until the prequels happen. People are... You know there's going to be people that shit on it just to shit on it. Of course. Because they shit on season eight. I am going into these prequels with a completely clean slate. Like, like again, like I am with the first five seasons of Game of Thrones. I liked them a lot. Yeah. Um, six... Or no, five sucked. Six was good. That's right. I hated five. Um, but like Game of Thrones almost feels like it never happened. It almost feels like season eight was so bad. It like retconned the whole show. I don't have any interest to ever go watch it ever again. And it's like, fuck, but I'm going to watch the shit out of these prequels. I am very, very excited. The toys that made us season three will be quote coming soon. We did not get a release date, but we now know a lot of the toys that are going to be featured on this show. And if you don't watch the toys that made us on Netflix, you need to go watch it. Star Wars toys. G.I. Joe toys. And the whole backstory behind them. But we're getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. We're getting Power Rangers toys. My Little Pony. And wrestling figures. Three of those four really appeal to me. 
and there are things I had growing up. Yeah. My Little Pony was my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I had a, a federation with the Turtles, the Rangers, and the yep. wrestling figures, and the Street Sharks, Biker Mice from Mars, all yep. that, the Mighty Ducks. Like, these were toys that I grew up with finally. I didn't. I grew up with some G.I. Joes, and it was cool, but I didn't have that connection. Season 3, I am looking so forward to this show. And if you haven't watched it, you have to. It's super good. But they're also making a spinoff, The Movies That Made Us, which is going to be an equally deep look at nostalgic pop culture and the behind-the-scenes of movies that shaped our generation, which is really cool. Yeah, it's different. To be honest, I didn't even know the show existed. Are you serious? Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, no shit, dude. You got to add it to your Netflix queue. Give it a shot. In the first two seasons, find a toy that you in there that you grew up with. Wrestling, Turtles? No, no, no. Season one and two. That's out now. okay. Find something there. Did you grow up with like GI Joe at all? Of course. So watch the GI Joe episode, and it's gonna you're gonna see the stylistic. I wish they did like a Johnny Quest. That would be dope. Yeah, you'll you'll see like the style that they make. This, they just released this... it on Blu-ray. The entire collection. Of oh, Johnny yeah? Quest. Yeah, I just saw the it. cartoon. It was on Cartoon Network for a while. Hanna Bot. Barbera, baby. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else do we got in TV. We're nearing the Last end. Last but not least, Eddie Murphy is in talks for a seventy million dollar. Absolutely Netflix insane. I mean, hey, he's got thirteen kids, so he's got to support a lot of women. Does he actually have thirteen? Yeah, kids? He, I think he. Might have 11 10 i think someone just got pregnant he's yeah he's got a lot obviously his specials are legendary his red leather suit it's iconic everyone like every comedian will i think that's always in someone's top three specials of all time eddie murphy's name is always there and hey to see what he still has 70 million you better come up with something <laughs> I hope you, you never saw a stand-up back in the day i, I saw oh, all okay. of eddie murphy's stand-ups going into the gaming space fire emblem is out three houses we have the review uh, this is one of the Nintendo Switch exclusives, the big exclusives for the year. We're not Fire Emblem fans no, no, here, no, 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 no. but uh, a lot of people it, are. It has a huge, huge fan following. I'm like, shocked. Uh, well, it had no following up until Super Smash Bros. Melee when they added like Marth to the game and then Roy. And but, and Mar- Marth's not bad. And, I, do, I do like it. And so character. now like over time, they add so many fucking There's only Fire characters Emblem guys. With swords. Yeah. There's so many goddamn Fire Emblem characters in Smash. It's almost exhausting. It's Goku. But... Uh, we finally got the new Fire Emblem game. Three Houses succeeds in its ambitious telling of a land at war helmed by captivating leaders in which no side has all the answers. Its tense battles are made all the more harrowing thanks to the new strategy elements and the new colorful cast of troops you send into the fray are incredibly charming. With a new take on training and bonding with your units the, and the many activities and options available to sample, it's absolutely begging to be played multiple times. 8.2. 9.5. God damn. One of the highest rated games of the year, bro. Fine. Devil ahead. May Cry? De- Devil they, May might Cry. Have, they might have the same Devil grade. May Cry got a 9.5 as well. By the I'll way, Devil it. May Cry, I think, is 50% off right now on Amazon. So anybody who has not gotten that game yet, go buy it. I did not, yeah. but that's okay. You should. A game that actually I hear really mixed things is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and we have the review. Uh, eventually we will. I'm trying to find it. Because he's in 2D. But I don't know. Again, I'm just, this animation doesn't have me. I heard, I was talking, I think Buddy Juan, I think he really liked it. Steve, I don't think he liked it very much. It's, it's an acquired taste with the, with the, um, art style. It's very, very comic booky, um, but like in 3D. So it kind of looks a little weird. But in yet another take on the Infinity Stone saga, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order is a fun, and uh, irreverent comic book story that pulls from exceptionally wide pool of Marvel material. Its combat systems are fairly simple, 
but they're they still work surprisingly well and uh, engaging. They paid them off. As I excitingly ex- experimented with different hero combinations while my roster of A, B, and C characters grew. Its vast array of post game upgrades and other extras have been uninteresting so far, but there have been some inherited camera issues in co op. But this is a superhero brawler. This is a superhero brawler that is still a treat to play alone and with friends. Eight oh seven eight. You're so Dude, close, I, t- I, oh, I said I ain't never going to get it right. You're so close. Pissed. Our, our, one of our favorite gaming things we look forward to every month, we have the June MPD. Spider-Man is now the highest selling superhero game in the history of the United States. That was almost my trivia question to you. Thank God I changed it. Because it's in our notes. But I, I never read it. So I in it. June, the Nintendo Switch continues to be the highest selling console of the month. It also is the uh, highest selling console of 2019. We knew That's that, awesome. though. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, it wasn't With PS4 and Xbox One being kind of older, yeah. and on its last leg, we kind of knew that. Here are the top 10 games best-selling for June. Number 10, the PS4 exclusive Days Gone. Wow. Number 9, crazily back on this list, uh, the Nintendo Switch exclusive Mario Kart 8. So making a comeback there. Yo, I love Mario Kart. Go ahead. Number 8, NBA 2K19. That is 1,000% because it was on sale for yep. $3. Uh, number seven, Marvel Spider-Man, on the list. Came out in September. Probably the movie. The Back movie, on the, the movie got a hundred percent. Endgame and the and the film and the suits that they announced. They also gave out the new suits. Yep. Number six, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Back on the list. Came out in December. Go ahead and attend number that. five, Minecraft. Wow. It's been a while Jesus. since we saw Minecraft, but they announced the sequel, not the sequel to the main game, but they announced like another like Minecraft an game. Or something. So like not to the main game, but it got like, it's a new game in the universe. So it's getting a lot of people hyped up. So they probably want to go play it or it was just on a mega sale. Yeah. I don't know. Number f- uh, number four, our old friend, Grand Theft Auto God 5. God damn it. <laughs> number four. Fucking insane. Uh, they just released a brand new add-on in the, in the <laughs> online about a casino. Oh, so you can go get some hijinks on in a goddamn fully huge giant casino. Wow. So they continue to add content and people continue to buy it. Number three, cross-platform game, Mortal Kombat 11. It was number that's one good. in that's, May. That's good. That's number good. one in May, staying in the top three. Number two, available on the Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation 4, Crash, Team Racing, oh, Nitro, Fueled. And number one, no surprise, it is outselling its predecessor. It is selling like hotcakes. It is one of the most viewed games on Twitch in a very long time. It is my game of the year so far. Super Mario Maker 2. Yeah. No surprise there. I, I tagged you in that one level I saw on Facebook. I was like, I got anxiety watching it. Yeah, I beat it. I beat it. I'm one of the few hundred people in the world that beat it. It took me seven plus hours and like a thousand attempts. I, I just like wish that. I could, you guys could see this. This thing they, everybody I, has by this point. It's, it's so mean. Just the spinny fire thing, just the whole level. Do you know what they're called? Firewheels. <laughs> I don't know. I'll let it go. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Nintendo is getting sued. Uh, yeah, so this is an issue with my Switch, actually. As a matter of fact, Uh-oh. both sets of my Joy-Cons. This has been around since the Switch launched. It's called Drifting, where the left oh, Joy-Con yeah, yeah. will kind of desync, and you're like, what the fuck? Uh, did I do wrong? You didn't do anything wrong. It's actually the Joy-Con technology. They actually filed a class action lawsuit against Nintendo, finally. It only took three fucking yeah. years, uh, or two years, whatever, three years, since this console's been out. 2017, so two and a half years. And, uh, like, Nintendo was like, yeah, we kind of expected this. We were kind of waiting for it. Um, we're just going to fix all your Joy-Con for free now, 
And if you paid us for it in the past, we're going to reimburse you. Please don't sue us. So they're trying to cover their ass. Here's my problem with this and Nintendo is they should have just done this from day one. Xbox had their big red ring of death. They did the right thing by fixing that console. Uh, You have your warranty, but this is not a warranty thing. This is a a defect in your technology that you've patented and created from the ground up. The right thing to do is to fix them for free. I understand it's going to cost you money, and you don't want to put a black eye on your fucking hotcake-selling console. But you're doing the right thing, but it's just a little bit... Too little, little, not, little too late. Not, not even too little too late, just too late. Yeah, it's just like, man, should have done this from the beginning. It's a little little bit of egg on the face yeah. for Nintendo there. We'll be getting a Marvel's Avengers gameplay trailer after Gamescom. Which is coming up soon. It's in Germany every year. Xbox does a nice blowout. We're going to get some Marvel's Avengers stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing gameplay. It is now only 50 bucks on Amazon. Uh, they did That's the whole price down thing, so I bought, back. It, I bought it today or pre-ordered it. Um, finally, I pre-ordered on PS4, I think. That's good Because I think I'm just done playing games on Xbox because my controllers are both fucked up. So I think I'm just done with that. The problem with that is this game's going to be like 80 gigs. I'm going to have to delete yeah. everything I've ever played on my goddamn PS4 yeah. and then reinstall them when I want to play them again. I'm like, whatever, fuck it at this point. I'm only playing new games anyway. I'll uninstall the show if I have to. But yeah, I, I bought, I bit. I, I'm just in. I know it didn't look great at E3. I'm not anticipating this gameplay trailer to look particularly wonderful either. Yeah. But I am still optimistic that this game is going to be at least good. And all I want is good. As long as it just doesn't suck. Yeah. Huh? I don't want to invest 50 bucks and suck. Of course, yeah, who does? Google Stadia will offer roughly a free game a month. Uh, just going off the Nintendo, the uh, PlayStation, which is, which is and smart. the Xbox thing where they get the, they get the free game. Stadia will give away a game. We don't know what kind of game. Could it be a AAA game? Could it be a, a, an indie game? Could it be like a you know maybe a, a game that had some troubles and they're trying to revive it? Who knows? Uh, but it looks like Stadia users, for their 10 bucks a month, which I think is a stupid fucking price tag to have after they bought your goddamn shit... At least we're going to yeah. get something for that $10 a month. So hopefully every like six to eight months, they give us like a really good game to make it worth our wait. I'm up. I say our. Yeah. I'm not going say to we're, be, we're not getting it. I'm not going to be a Stadia player. Yeah. So that's just that. Plants vs. Zombie 3 is in development. Yeah, they leaked that out. And the only reason I have it on this list is because that now put me in the lead over Chris Shriver for my E3 predictions because <laughs> I'm fucking calling it. I'm counting it. Hear it here first, Shriver. I... I called Plants vs. Zombies 3 as my E3 predictions. I think he and I Better tied. Better late than never. Um, or maybe I beat him by one or two. But yeah, I'm adding this to the gosh darn list. Um, we want to talk a little bit of music. Uh, just one story of music real quick because uh, the other story I forgot to talk to you about before the show. So we are getting a new Blink-182 record, 9. It is coming out really soon, uh, September 20th, 2019. I mean, for I know us, we haven't really been listening to Blink. Since 2003. I hated that pink album. Yeah, I, I, I know you didn't like it. Um, and then plus, once once you lose original core member, it's tough. Well, even the pink album, the self title did have Tom. Yeah, yeah, but and it, even in even what neighborhood? Neighborhood was the last day, and that had Tom as well, and that was an underwhelming record. Maybe again, if I listen to it now, I can appreciate it more. But to me, man, it's like "Take Off Your Pants" is the best record they ever put out. Enema is right there. Dude yeah. Ranch is right there. I've been listening since Cheshire Cat. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad I got to see the original three in concert before they disbanded. So I'm, I'm happy. I saw Blink with No Doubt. 
I saw Blink with Newfound Glory. I saw Blink, I think, with Green Day. So they did some like massive, crazy crossover tour. Did you hear that? Like Little Wayne just like fucked off on the tour. Yeah, they had him. They had him on tour. Yeah, it was supposed to be them too. Oh, he he said he just dropped out. I think he was like in the middle of a song. He just walked off stage and they just canceled the rest of it. I think something crazy like that. That sucks. I can't remember the entire thing. Also, want to give a shout out to our boys in the early November. Oh yeah, they uh, put out some news about their new record Lilac, which is supposed to come out early 2019 and maybe I think even 18. It's been delayed for a while now. Tomorrow we're getting new music. Yeah, that's so fast. So the day you're hearing this on the 26th of July, you're getting new music. So like, yeah, it was a little grueling to wait from July to January, but looking back, it was okay because it's here now, and we're gonna get more released, uh, more information on Lilac. We're getting new early November music again. I'll say today because this is when you're listening to it, and also tickets go on sale for their tour for Lilac, the supporting tour starting right now, and their last date yeah. on the tour I, is Philly. I was gonna say, and I'm pretty sure it's, it's October. Halloween. I think 20th it's Halloween. Or... I thought it was 31st, but if it's it's, I think it's October. sooner because I think I looked at it and goes. I think I'm going to be in Baltimore for Comic-Con. That's all right. I'll go with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I looked at it. And I just said, fuck. We, Sam and I try to see the early November every time they're in town. But because there hasn't been a lot of new music lately, we've skipped the last couple. Well, the uh, one I know I couldn't go to at all. The Newfound Glory one you were in. Uh, yeah. Where the hell were you? I know. I know. I just know I you wasn't just around. Were in Ohio. Yeah, you were, I wasn't. You were around. in Ohio, so we couldn't go to that one, even if we wanted to. Yeah. But shout outs to our boys in November for getting Lilac off the ground. Um, I cannot wait. They they released a little teaser yeah, with like I, I saw. fifteen seconds of a song, and I'm just like, this is perfect. I cannot fucking wait. I'm sure that's the song we're gonna get. Of course. On Friday, uh, so that's really neat. Um, also, two final stories: Houston, Texas, and Paramus, New Jersey, will be the first two locations getting new Toys R Us stores this holiday season. Oh shit, Jersey. Okay, so it's not too. F- I mean, it's a little bit dry. I'm pretty sure. I don't know where Paramus. I think New it's Jersey's like an hour and north. a half. I think it's a little hour and a half. It might be a little dry, but yeah, go. Yeah, I'll go on Amazon. Yeah, it's like oh, so. I'm good. <laughs> Dude, if it comes to Philly, then I'll get my nostalgia. Be real. It's not even nostalgia. It's been gone for a year. Yeah. There's no nostalgia. But, but even when it was here, I couldn't tell you the last time I walked in the Toys R Us. I, I walk in all the time, unfortunately, when you're when your wife's pregnant and you want to buy baby toys. Oh, and they're that's connected. different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, some of them were. Well, this one up here. Yeah, some Or was, was. I should say was. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I just, you know my thoughts on Toys R Us. It wasn't going you, yeah, long you enough. Yeah, you called it. You I, called it, it. Yeah. I think it's still a scam. Probably Nitty 50s all over again. Uh, and then the last story of the night, which to me could be the leading story of the entire podcast. So if you've hung along for the hour and 45 minutes so far, which actually is shorter than I thought. Yep. Uh, welcome to the greatest news ever. We got the official release date for AEW's weekly television show on TNT. It will be dropping October 2nd. You might ask yourself, what night of the week is that? Is that going to be on Raw? Is that going to be where SmackDown is? SmackDown's moving to Fridays in the fall. Raw will still be on Mondays. But what what is Wednesday night? NXT. So NXT happens every Wednesday. I 1,000%, I said it on our Facebook page yesterday, think that NXT will be moved to FS1 on Wednesday nights at 8 to directly compete with AEW's program. Wow. And we will try, and WWE will try to start the Wednesday Night War. We had the Monday yeah, Night War between WCW yeah. and WWF in the 90s the or 2000s. Now we might have the Wednesday Night War. To me, that is an easy win because I still believe NXT is the best wrestling on the planet. I think AEW has been really solid so far. Just below Um, NXT. Probably because the main roster of WWE is just shit right now. 
uh, and Impact to me isn't great. Ring of Honor is good, but AEW, they've done a really, really nice job building their characters. Um, and All Out is coming at the end of August, so it's building that hype uh, to get to the October weekly television. I think AEW could take down NXT because NXT is pre-taped. Yeah. It's not live. We know it's going to... You can look up the spoilers online yeah. for like three or four weeks in advance. That takes out all the need for me to watch it. I don't watch <laughs> NXT anymore. Uh, I only watch the takeovers. So I'm excited to watch AEW. They announced a couple of matches uh, for All Out. Some we already knew, but one of them uh, is going to be Darby Allen, your boy, yep. Jimmy Havoc, your other boy, versus Joey Janela, who fought John Moxley in that hardcore match. Which that could be a match of the night. I he said I'm calling. Damn it now. well it think is. it could be yeah. match of the night. Yeah, that's a that's a triple threat match where I actually believe the word threat. Yeah, and literally anything could freaking happen. They're all fucking nuts. They're all nuts, and you have that high flying aspect of Darby Allen. You have that tough as nails Jimmy Havoc, and you have the wild cards like flash of Joey Janela. I think it's a perfect yeah. match. Um, I'm looking so forward to that match. Outside of all the other cool stuff we're going to get during uh, double, or, uh, All Out, cannot freaking wait for All Out. And I'm going to pay for it. You're of damn course, right it's course. going on that television. Matter of fact, it would be the night after we move. So it would be the first big thing I watch in my new house. Praying that that goes well Fingers on Saturday. Crossed, praying that that goes well on Saturday. Sam, let's get our picks of the week and let's get on out of here. I warned you before you're going to hate mine. Pick of the week is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Because I've been sitting on it for a while, but I wanted to play it. And it's hard as fuck. I believe it. I forgot how hard it is. Even I'm 31% done, so I had been kicking ass. And, but there has been a couple of levels where I did me for coming first. I beat people by like two-tenths of a second. Like so close. Like I almost broke my paddle twice. <laughs> I do have to watch. But I, 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 I love Crash. I love the team. I love that you can play online, even though I don't have online yet. You can play one to four players with your friends if you want. Obviously, it's two to eight online. I picked it up for 40. Actually, I picked it up for free because I had eBay bucks. But, hey, if you got 40 bucks, you just want to have some fun racing game, you got tired of playing a little Mario Kart, switch it up, hit up some Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Uh, yeah, it's 40 bucks on Switch, 40 bucks on PS4. You know it's inevitably going to go on sale soon. It's a very polished racer, um, something I'm definitely interested in. Probably not picking up for a while. But uh, my pick of the week, I, stick, I tried my best to stick to the music theme. As a matter of fact, up until... Like this morning, I, I was going back and forth between two things. One video game, one music. It was either Pokemon Ultra Sun or what mm. I ultimately landed on. And uh, not to take anything away from Ultra Sun, I'm actually enjoying myself. But, um, Sam, I went down a rabbit hole and uh, listened to a band I hated. And I just said, you know what? I'm 31. Slick Shoes. <laughs> I never hated Slick Shoes. I just never listened to them. Yeah. Um, I said, I, I'm 31. My music tastes have changed. I don't hate like Bush. I used to. You know, Bush fucking sucks. Nah, Bush ain't that Bush bad. Bush is fucking Bush awesome. Is, yeah, Bush ain't Crazy. bad. Creed, I, I, Creed blows. Uh, Bush ain't bad. Um, and uh, I, I really love, I really love this record. It came out in 2013. The record is called Talent of the Hawk. And the band is the Front Bottoms. Out. <laughs> Out. I, I, I Dom loves them. I, I they fucking sucked. I saw them live. They oh I I'd rather watch the grassy. 
I fuck that's you. saying a lot. Is that is saying I've seen a them. Lot. I've seen them three times. They've always been the opener. I've always hated them. They open for brand new. They open for Motion City. Do you want me to just go to my CGC spotlight? I just like, oh yeah, we should have done that, shouldn't we? Right. I I, I want to rip my fucking eye. It's because we don't have the thing. Yeah. So that's throwing me off. I want to rip my eyes out when I watch them live. But then again, doing what I do, I watch those tiny desk concerts on NPR Music, and they, got and, and they do the acoustic performance. And I mean, I hey, hate, it could just be a band that they suck live. I Which, hate. There are bands like that. I hate Au Revoir. I still hate that song, and that's track one on this record, so I will skip that. Um, but damn it, dude! All four songs they play during the desk concert are off of this record, Talent of the Hawk. And I'm like, well, I have Spotify. It's free. Yeah. I don't gotta buy it. I'll just listen to it. So I go on Spotify past like week or so, and I just hit play, and I'm like expecting this grainy, disgusting voice that I hated so much live, and I'm like, you know what? It lends itself to the music. It's it's bad. He cannot sing well. But I'm like, you know what? I can dig it. And his lyrics are so fucking out there that I was like, you know what? It'd be cool if my mom hit the lottery too. Yeah. I like what you sing about. Yeah. It's fun to me. Yeah. And then I watched the acoustic performance again a second time just to hammer it home. And I'm telling you, I, I'm not ready to call myself a fan. Because I think I just love this record. Yeah. I haven't listened to the rest of this, the discography. I knew you'd hate it. But like... I fuck man. I really I, dig. I, I, I after more, hating them for ten years, I dig the more bombs. power to you. They just not my cup of tea. Sam, what's your CGC spotlight? Even I don't have the book physically with me anymore because it is it gone threw, now. It threw me off that you didn't have it. It, it. it is sold, but it is Tomb of Dracula number ten, the first appearance of Blade the Vampire Hunter. I had it in a nine point two off white white pages. This considered as it's a big bronze bronze age key. Especially now with Mahershala Ali um, being the next one. Blade was a Marv Wolfman story. Gene Collin and Jack Abel art. Gil Kane and Tom Palmer cover. There's actually one nine nine on the census. Never seen it. There's 38 9.8s on the census. Dom, you're one of them, you lucky bastard. 9.6, there's 100. 9.4, 179. 9.2, there's 202. So there's a couple of high grades, but if you have it in a 9.8 right now, that's where the money is, so I'd say maybe hold on to that a little bit longer. Let that movie hype build a little bit. But I'll tell you a little about the story. It starts off, there. Um, I guess there's this party on a boat. Um, Dracula kind of took over this boat. Um, actually, it, it actually starts off, there's three vampires attacking this couple. Blade actually comes in, stakes all, all three of these vampires in the heart with a wooden stake. Then elsewhere, they go on a boat. Dracula kind of has this boat, hypnotizes the captain, takes it over. And basically, Blade sneaks aboard. Blade, they have actually have a fight. Dracula actually overpowers Blade, almost takes him out. But look, I think I think someone like threw something at Dracula, and it just got him enough. And then he flew in a bat and flew away and swore vengeance on Blade that he's going to come back and get you. So I, I absolutely love Blade. I know when they did the movie, they kind of changed a few things from the comics. Like I don't think he actually had fangs in the comics. And Blade. Yeah. So all this other stuff. So I think they just added a couple other things. But it's a great book, Tomb of Dracula, number 10. The art's cool. Who's the thing in the front there? Dracula and Blade. Blades on the Blade? Blade, Blades on the bottom. Yeah, really? I believe he is the Afro, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. I was like, okay, they're sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. And, and it came out July Got 1973. Got it. I was like, what in the hell is that? But I had to sell the book. I had to pay for a bigger book that's hopefully coming soon. It was worth it. 
It looks sweet. I like I like that. Uh, July, like we said, 1973, 20 cents on newsstands. But because Sam only has the front picture of it, I am unable to see the ad on the back, which makes me yeah. extremely sad, yeah. which is probably I, why I skipped this whole fucking yeah. segment. Say, no, no back, I'm pissed. <laughs> You're not God or my father or my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love the bagel man. You know what I'm talking about? Bagel guy, the freak guy who freaked out in the bagel store, the short dude, the viral video. It's been all over the internet for mm-hmm. weeks. You're not God. Sorry. Or my father. It's funny. Or I my had boss. a bagel today, first time in 10 years. Legit had a, an everything bagel. Bullshit, 10 years. You've eaten Good. one in front of me no. on this podcast. Bullshit. You've eaten like, like, no, like just a bagel, not like a bagel with egg, bacon, okay. cheese. Just like Fair a bagel enough. with okay. butter. Fair first enough. time, 10 years. Fair enough. Phenomenal. Uh, I often enjoy my bagels with grape jelly. Dude, they're really they're good. good. Just a solid, just grape jelly on a toasted bagel. I like grape bagel. jelly, yeah. Yeah, like man. Grape jelly is the I'm shit. Toast. You I grape, can enjoy it on pizza. Are you a grape man or you're a strawberry man? More of a grape man or a strawberry man? Good for you. I was a strawberry man growing up. Traditional, I was the kid who was like, don't, I'm not touching grape jelly. I like strawberry jelly. I like the chunks because it's mm. jam. Now I'm both, but I'm more partial to the yeah. grape. Uh, anyway, that was episode 145. A lot shorter than we thought it was going to be. So uh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. But uh, go listen to the front bottoms. Go check out, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Crash, Crash Nitro Team, team Racing, Racing Nitro Fueled. Holy shit, I'm a gamer and I forgot about that title. Uh, it's been a long one, man. Yeah. Um, rocking almost 24 hours straight awake. It was a rough night last night, and we're going through some stuff with our house. So, uh, such as adulting. But again, uh, we will see you next week. Sam won't be here next week, so either it'll be me alone or a fill-in. We'll figure something out, but you know we don't skip a week. So we'll be back next week with episode 146. Thanks for hanging with me.